Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting reports after the release of patch 4.0.1 that certain mods have come back from the dead. I repeat, certain mods have come back from the dead. We're asking every player to lock themselves into a major city or capital. Do not go outside the gates. Do not try to access your old mods. And for God's sakes, do not try to use Auctioneer. I repeat, do not try to use Auctioneer. You are in danger of... Oh my... Okay, ladies and gentlemen, they're at the they're at the main gates. It looks like the defenders are holding them back so far. But we're running low on arrows and ammunition. Yes, yes, I know hunters don't have ammunition anymore, but it doesn't seem to be working. Oh my god! Oh my god, an abomination just had its head ripped off by an angry auction mod. Oh my quest oh dear god, quest helpers are coming. The quest helper Welcome to For the Horde Radio, <laughs> episode Hello. 49. Thank you for downloading and listening. We still don't know why. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we have with us our resident uh, gentleman joining uh, us. Uh, where? <laughs> where? Yeah, where? <laughs> uh, under that rock. Huh. Okay. And we are here to talk all about World of Warcraft and whatever the hell else comes to mind. <laughs> So, the first thing I have to say, candy buckets, roll. And that's all I really have to contribute to this show. Uh, the joy of candy buckets. Candy. Yes. Screw I the candy. Do. I could care less about the candy. Gold. Money. The gold. XP. <laughs> and I, the XP. I think a level and a half with candy buckets. I was rather disappointed. My rogue only made it half a level. Did you I get them all? I thought I got them all. Uh, he's 75. I was kind of hoping he'd get through 76 on it. So that may have something to do with it because there's that just that much more. Did you get all the ones in Northrend, though? Probably not. Probably because he hasn't been everywhere in Northrend yet. Ah. So he probably didn't get them all. (laughs) I actually could probably do what I did with him two years ago. Because, yes, I've had him that long and he's still not 80 yet. (laughs) Um. It's really creepy to look back because you see, like, it, it dates from when the achievements first started, which I think was about two years ago. Two or three? How long have Is achievements it? been around? They, oh, two years. Two years? Is it two years? I want to say about two years. Okay. So, to go back, and including, which shocked me, my own lock. I didn't think I had him that long. But apparently I did at this time because there in achievement, there it is, that he got, you know, trick or treat where you just have to trick or treat any bucket the first time. And from, you know, October 2008 sitting there, I'm like, I didn't realize I had you for two years. At least you're 80. May I go into my little rant? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Thank you. No, It it has nothing to do with lore, right? No, no. This this isn't... (laughs) Shame when this you isn't going to be a rabid lore rant. Okay, okay. 
So I, Proceed. For, yeah, okay. First off, I will fully admit I've been taking a, a bit of a break from WoW. I have been playing City Heroes, if people care. Um, the thing is, is that I, I did download the patch, and I did give it a whirl. You know, I've been playing it on and off just to take a look at things. So, I actually have a couple points that I want to make on this. And what's interesting is that after talking with both people in our own guild and talking with people who play Alliance that have nothing to do with our guild, the overall consensus about the patch and their fears about Cata so far is that they pretty much think it's going to suck big donkey dick. Mm. You know, they are very pessimistic at the moment. So, let me go through these points. First and foremost, how do you like the new trees? I and didn't it, even notice that there are new trees. There are new trees? Yeah. I Basically, noticed new water. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking graphics-wise. I'm talking You're talking druid-wise? I'm talking your skill trees. Oh! oh those trees! Um, yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you that know, sums it up. <laughs> now, I, here, here's the problem, Okay. Um, I can understand them wanting to trim a lot of the fat because the old trees, yes, there were a lot of powers in there where you get it and it, yeah, it gives you a buff, but it does really nothing. You know, you don't right. see like a visual effect or anything. Right. So the trees have been extremely streamlined. Mm. Some, would say, some would say that they were, ta- that they were cut down to the bone. I, I disagree. I think they've been cut down to the marrow. Mm. Yeah, I would say that they actually threw everything out, got a thing of cookie dough, and handed you a cookie cutter. Yeah, yeah amen. That's what they've done. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. All right, you cannot hybridize. You can no. if, if you start a tree, you cannot hybridize until you have put 31 points in one tree. Leaving okay. all five points to spread however you wish. Yeah. So basically, that means you can't try anything different until very high levels. Now, our wonderful Good News Anda. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Good News Anda, he did point out that realistically, um, once a certain spec has been defined as, like, the best spec to be running around in, everybody tries to copy that spec anyway, which is true. true. Which is true. So, I mean, that's not a new problem. The problem that I have with this is that this new limitation... It kills any type of player creativity in Thank making you. your character at all. It completely erases it. So what but... it comes down to with these trees, mm-hmm. okay? If say prime example, if you want to be a shadow priest, you're going to be just like every other shadow priest for a very long time. This has already existed to some degree before the patch, but now they kind of made it blatant that if you try to be different, that is discouraged. I really don't like that you can't cross, because I know at least um, while I did play around, like take advice from Good News Anda, uh, especially with his lock. Oh, yeah. Because his lock was killer, and it was like, good lord, how do you have him specced, you know, kind of thing. So while I took, you know, well, here's how I have mine specced, and I looked at it, but I still, prior to this, had an option, and I took it, where it's like, you know what, I don't want to max this tree. You know what? Yeah. I want to put everything just up until the last, you know, thing. Kind of like a death knight where you wanted to be, what is it, the master of ghouls? Yeah. To have the permanent ghoul, and then you didn't care about that tree anymore. <laughs> right. Same thing so, with the hunter. You got yeah. to up to aim shot and then said, you know what? I want to go survivor. Exactly. <laughs> 
Now and you the can't thing do is, that. yeah, I mean, you can't do that at all. I, this is something that's hampered WoW, I think, for a very long time, is the lack of character custom ability. Now, this and, is just being yeah. reflected in the powers, but even just character design. I'm not going to get up on that soapbox. That's something completely else. Next big problem. This just irks the holy hell out of me. Yes. All right. Speaking of removing abilities. Uh-oh, I know what he's going to say. <laughs> one of the core Death Knight powers that was in the Unholy Tree is absent. It is not in any of the Death Knight trees. It is gone, erased. I didn't know they were removing it. Maybe I didn't dig deep enough into blue posts or yada, yada, yada. But it's interesting that it just vanished and nobody mentioned it. And that is? Where the hell is Corpse Explosion? They took away your corpse explosion. Now, yes. here's the thing. This may be good for hunters, especially if you're really attached to your pets. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> you can always and, res them, damn it. Pixels. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's pixels. But here's the thing. It was a very fun power, and it did add some DPS. They've hit the point now where they are essentially the anti-paladin. That's about all they are. Yeah. You know, they have been nerfed out the wazoo. First, they took away your ability to come back as a ghoul if you died. Which mm -hmm. was fun. Yeah, it was. Okay. You know, they, they keep hitting the class as a whole with a massive nerf bat. Now, I have a lot of people saying, like, oh, but your damage is unholy. I mean, you've gone out the wazoo, and, you know, you could do some nifty stuff with blood, and yada, yada, yada. And it's kind of like, all right, look, I know this sounds a little bit like we fear change. And I do. I don't like massive changes very much. It takes me a while to get to use, you know, get used to it and like it and everything. The issue that I'm having is they haven't so much changed things as they have pruned the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're stripping things left and right. And do you want the one... Okay, even more so than the blowing up corpses. Okay, that's just DPS. It's not huge. It was a fun ability. I don't know why they took it away. All right. You want to talk about people being bent over by this patch? <laughs> Druids and healers in general... Why did they change the tree form? Oh, they took you out of your tree, I know. For some it's reason, they thought, oh, okay, you have to have it as a 30-second transform. You can turn into the tree for a little bit, and then poof, it's gone. Now, I've seen the pictures of the new tree. They actually have changed what the tree looks like. Oh, okay. And the tree looks great, and I'm looking at this going, I would like to mm, stay in that form? I don't understand. It's it's. Conf I don't understand the logic. I have yet to meet any druid healer complain that the only thing that they could do when they're in the tree form is heal. None of them complained about that, because they accept the fact that when they're healing, that's their job. You shouldn't be doing damage when you're healing. Okay. Can I um, point out I... something else? <laughs> and th this is about the entire WoW game. Yes. <laughs> Even, we're gonna. Even... We're, I mean, just before you get into that, we are going to get into positive stuff here very soon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, wait, wait, wait. Even... there's positive stuff. Yes, there is. Yes, <laughs> yeah, there there are there are some positives. The bad point. Okay, a lot of people are blaming a lot of the above problems that we've talked about on gear, gem, or glyph problems. Okay, gems have been completely redone and the colors have changed. So what does that mean? If you had one set of colors beforehand, now basically you have all the wrong gems. And guess what gem jewel crafters are doing in the auction markets? Oh, I bet they are. 
Yeah. Which is awesome for Jewel Crafters. Oh, it's wonderful for them. For the rest of us, <laughs> we're screwed. Okay. So, All right. have fun buying those. Now, let's go to glyphs. <laughs> Let me hit the glyphs, because I have a maxed-out inscriptionist. They completely redid the glyph system. I like some of the things I saw with the glyph system up until the point where I found out something. If you have a glyph, once you learn it, and this means anybody, not just an inscriptionist, anybody, you learn the glyph, it goes in like the side of your little book, and you learn it permanently. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? You can swap glyphs in and out just using a little reagent. I think it's called vanishing ink. Yeah, or dust or something. Or dust or whatever. All you have to do is use that reagent, boom, you could swap a, a glyph in and out. No problem. What does that mean? Okay, if you're not an inscriptionist, you can get a library of glyphs for your class. Good for you. That means you only ever have to buy the glyph once. Which is probably why the glyphs have gone through the roof in price. <laughs> for right now, once everybody gets them. Mm-hmm. Then, well, that's probably why they're charging so much. Yeah, because they know they're never going to be able to sell it again. Exactly. I mean, you're, you're kicking the inscriptionist right in the crotch. Mm-hmm. I, that, well, as I jokingly put it, you're kicking them in the bank account. But... The inscriptionists, they can make the vanishing powder, but then again, if you go to any inscriptionist vendor, they'll send you the vanishing powder, and the vanishing powder is dirt cheap, so we can't even make money off of that. If you were thinking inscription would be a good way to make money, uh, not anymore. Don't do it. Now, that may be a minor thing, but I can already say me just trying to re-gear my own tunes. Mm -hmm. I've burned through Tree Keeper's Ink Supply. We lost Grandmaster Z. He dropped? He dropped. Uh, All right, so let's talk about Grandmaster Z while he's not here. Woo! Uh, woo. This is your roving reporter from FTH Radio News. Here I am in the streets of Stormwind, where it seems that the mod outbreak has had very little effect as of yet. Now, it seems that the people as a whole haven't had any issues yet, although there have been random cases hey, of certain hey, mobs. Hey, bud. Yes, can I help you? Do you have any gold? There have been cases of certain mobs, such hey, as automatic hey, goblin therapists, beginning to hey, attack gold sellers. Buddy, 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 do you have any gold? You, you, you want gold? You want gold? Oh my god, I just saw an automatic goblin therapist attack this poor gold seller. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think people in Stormwind had better get back into their houses in their towns. Well, you were saying about positive things? Well, the positive thing is, I like the spell book. They did. <laughs> the they spell did do a book lot is qual- pretty. Yeah, they did do a lot of nice quality of life things. They made the interface much better. They cleaned up a lot of stuff. The graphics are better. They See, look... I haven't noticed any change in the graphics myself. Okay. But that may just be me because I have everything set on loop. Yeah. Uh, so that could just be me. But they did clean up a lot. They did make stuff look a lot better. And I'm talking, mm-hmm. you know, the spell books, your tables and trees, and how to access the glyphs and your pets and everything. So they did, they did a nice job there. I'm not going to knock them for that. Also, jokingly, <laughs> have you seen the new model for Garage? Yeah, I have. Yeah, he really does look like a Cro-Magnon asshole now, doesn't he? Yes, he does. <laughs> so, at least they got his image right, so hey. 
So, um, yes, I do like, you know, I like the spell book. I like that you can kind of get a preview of what spells are to come. Mm. Um, not crazy that you can't get them. You know, it used to be every two levels up until level 60, and then it was every level. Yeah. Uh, now they kind of changed it up. Yeah, same thing with the talent points. You don't get them every level now. No. It'll, no. You get them every couple of levels. And they changed up stuff on that, too. They had to space it out. They had to make it, like, every other level. Yeah. And it's so. not even... Yeah. Uh, but the spell book looks really pretty. And you're right. They did clean up a lot of stuff. Uh, I will admit, at least uh, from the Warlock perspective, I really kind of like that they did away with the Soul Shards. And I know a lot of people are saying that they're real happy as hunters. Zeph. Sorry. And we hate Florida Cable. Do we hate yeah, Florida Cable? Back. <laughs> Welcome back. Did you went offline. Okay. <laughs> no, we knew. Okay. We knew you went offline. <laughs> go back to um, your rank. <laughs> yes. And as far as hunters go, not having the ammo? Yeah. Well, I, I know was a, a lot of people love that. Well, I never really had a problem with the ammo. I mean, I liked it when they changed it up from 200 a stock to 1,000. Oh, that was nice. That was very nice change they made. I liked it when you did you no longer needed a quiver or an ammo pouch. Mm-hmm. And could just hold it in a regular bag. I had no issue with that. I'd give myself three stacks. I was happy. Three stacks with that, that's 3,000 ammo. So, not having the ammo now, the only thing I'm disappointed about was I had some really nice, expensive ammo. Mm. And all I got was copper for it, kind that's of thing. That's just rude. I had like 5,000 Saronite razor heads, and I got like 20, per th- 20 silver per stack of, of 1,000. Yeah. It's a little disappointing. You don't even get a gold out of them, you know? That's just rude. It was rude. But I got to admit, as a lock, I like not having the soul shards. It has taken me a little bit of time to figure out, like, how the new system works. But I, because I, the greatest part about all of it was, and I sort of wish they did, well, it's good and bad. Um, my 32 slot soul, soul bag, mm-hmm. you stole 32, uh, was converted to a 20 stack regular bag. Well, that's nice. And I got a bag space back, which is the most important thing here, because we love bags. Yeah. Uh, because he's an enchanter, too. So one stat, one bag slot for his enchanting, one bag slot for his soul shards. He only essentially had, you know, the stupid backpack, which none of us like. Mm. <laughs> and then, you know, two other... And so essentially he only had two bag slots. Well, it's nice that they fixed that. So it is nice they fixed that. He has three, I'm like, in, in heaven, because he's got all his change of clothes with him. You know, you gotta have yeah. it. Well, I, okay, gotta tell an amusing story uh, okay. with relation to this patch. Okay. I had just come back into game on my lock, and I mean literally just came back in. I was finally able to get back into game, hallelujah. Oh. And be, <laughs> I was very happy and excited. I'm like, ooh. And, of course, the first thing I do is look at all my stuff. It's like, what you do now? What you do with me? And I'm looking, I'm going over, I'm kind of checking out the talent points, which, by the way, I'm going to point out something. This should have been done a freaking long time ago, which I do like. Um, granted, you're, you're trapped in a tree, but at least you have the ability to screw around with it before you accept it. Holly, freaking Louie, yes. I will give him props on that because that's something, I mean, it, it's been there in the, in the, in the uh, talent calculators forever. Why it hasn't been in game, we don't know. But it was it was there for a little bit in game, but you had to turn the options on in your option panel. If yeah. you didn't know it was there, this I lo- I really liked how they did that. I got to admit that you could play around with it, and only when you say yes 
does it take it? You know, are you sure you want these talents? Yes. Are you absolutely sure? Yes. You know, I like that. Because before, if you made a mistake, you were screwed. <laughs> and believe me, I think there's everyone who has gone to respec a character and accidentally put that one freaking point somewhere they didn't want it to go. Oh, yeah. So, and then you have a choice of either sucking it up or spending the money and redoing it all over again. So I do, on a side note, yes, I do like that. However, here's my story. I'm trying to, I'm just looking at everything. The first time I'm, I'm viewing it, I have a level 50-something lock run up to me. Hey, you want to see a neat trick? Which is always a warning sign. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a freaking warning sign. I say, okay, I'll, I'll engage you with this. What? Follow. Oh, crap. I said, where are we going? <laughs> to the gates, just outside the, you know, just up to the entrance. Okay. I go. We get up to the Orgamore entrance. Turn PvP on. No. <laughs> and I went, why? Just do it. I said, uh... And, and I waited. Because I was expecting, like, a night elf rogue, like, to shut, suddenly show up the second I go PvP. And I watched, and I waited for him to do it first. And granted, if they're a friend of theirs, well, yeah. So I engaged him. I said, okay, fine. I turned it on, and I turned it off immediately. So I was immediately on countdown. And I went, all right. Now, do um, Hellfire. Those who don't know what Hellfire is, Hellfire is the dumbest spell I've ever seen. I rarely use it on my lock. Some use it a lot. I think it's stupid. It pulses out. I guess it works if you're in PvP more than anything. And since I really don't PvP, I don't use it. It pulses out a ring of fire from the lock. Burning everything around you, including the lock. So you burn, and everything else around you burns. Not a really spell I reach for often. Um, <laughs> I don't like burning myself while I'm trying to get rid of my enemy here. So I don't use it often, but I, I, I said, at this point, I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, I did say WTF right now. And he's, and I, I played dumb. I said, look, I just came back to the game. All my, my controls are messed up. And he goes, okay, I'll show you. And he, see, we go back to, like, right inside Orgamore, you know, like, right before you go through that little tunnel system. Mm -hmm. He goes running back in. I see him running back. He's pulsing Hellfire. And all the Orgamore guards are chasing him. <laughs> and he dies. He gets killed. And he's lying dead on the ground. And I look at him, and he goes, you know, LOL, wasn't that great? Show your friends. Do it to your friends. I just no. went, I went, yeah. Well, gee, thanks for the tip. So and basically so you can tack your own city by doing this. Yes. So to those who haven't figured this out, don't cast Hellfire, unless they fixed it, which probably not, uh, around your guards in However, PvP. <laughs> uh, I do see potential of that if you have enough people to back yourself up. Of course, I don't know if it would work. Imagine running up to Garage and doing that. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Ooh! I think we should try it. I think we should. I will help. <laughs> Ooh, we have a mission. Yes. Yeah, I, unless they fixed it, like I said. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, that was just... <laughs> There's somebody at Blizz that does actually listen to this podcast... <laughs> Somebody that does actually listen, and then all of a sudden they heard us say that, and they're like, you know, we weren't going to fix it, but we better change it now. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to, everyone's going to kill Garage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I just found it, the, the, the punchline, of course, was, you know, do it to your friends. Oh, 
I was only like, if you hate your friends. Only if you hate your friends, and only if you don't want them to be your friends anymore. Thought it was a riot. This guy thought it was an absolute riot, and all I could think of was, I'm so glad I didn't do this, because just having come back into the game and getting a repair bill would not have made my day. Yeah, no. He, he thinks it's funny. He ate lead chips as a child. I was just like, yeah, well, thanks a lot, bud. And I, I was actually, I stood there at the entrance for a while while I was still like coordinating myself, you know, watching to see if he dragged another lock. <laughs> like again, you know, hey, want to see a neat trick? Be <laughs> be warned of people running up to you doing this. Any locks out there with somebody? Hey, want to see? It? Don't do it. See, I mean, that's like the southern battle cry of, you know, you should get away as soon as you hear, hey, y'all, watch this. You know, as soon as you hear that, get away. Get away. You know? Run. Run far. Yeah, so, uh, that way I just found an amusing tale upon my return to WoW. Ah, good times, good times, people. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your roving reporter from FTH Radio. Right now, I am standing by the Alliance Auction House in Ironforge. I am watching... Oh, good lord, the carnage is terrible. I'm watching certain titans of the mod world marching through and literally juggling gnomes before pitching them into the boiling pits of lava, coming up through the gates and through the uh, gated paths. Oh, 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 someone just grabbed the red bitch. This is not good. What mod is that? What? Can, could somebody please tell me which mod that is that's happened to be juggling the poor bread bitch? It would appear to be Healbot. He, oh, how ironic that Healbot is actually picking up gnomes and the bread bitch and juggling them in the air before throwing them into the massive forge. Now, speaking of good stuff. Yes, let's focus be... some on good stuff. <laughs> okay. And again, a lot of this does come from YouTube and other stuff and also talking to people that are in the beta so I can get information from them. Um, there is some good stuff and they did some, they're adding a lot more variety with the quests allowing you to do more than just, like, kill this or bring box A to area C, you know, right? stuff like that. They are doing more. And I do have to admit, I think the rallying cry for Kata in general is going to come from that one quest that's, like, out in the Blasted Lands that's called The Day Deathwing Came. And if you haven't seen the YouTube video of it, go check it out. Because, basically, it's, like, it's a dwarf, a gnome, and an orc, and they're all telling tall tales and stories about what really happened when Deathwing came. They're all standing around bullshitting, okay? And all the stories are completely made up and everything, but the thing is, is like, you take the role of the dwarf or the gnome or the orc, and you play out their story. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and the thing is, is that, it, it, okay, I'm going to go backwards. The, the orc, he gets on, like, a motorcycle, and at the end he tries it to get into a knife fight with, uh, with Deathwing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amusing, okay? The gnome, I, the, I almost feel dirty for saying this, but the gnome one is pretty epic. Because with the gnome one, he says, I was working with my world shrinker! And basically, the gnome grows to Godzilla height. Oh, God. And you get to march around the blasted lands, even the fortress and everything, and you're blowing clouds away, and then you get to grab Deathwing and then chuck his ass. <laughs> I love it. I love so, it. I mean, that looks cute. The thing is, is that the, what, what the rallying cry comes from is the dwarf. And he's actually the first one in the chain. Because, it, because the dwarf just says this classic line, and I think this is going to be the battle cry. 
because he's standing there, he's like, so when Deathwing came and he flew over the blasted lands and he caused all this death and destruction, I thought to myself, I'm going to punch that dragon right in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hilarious because you get this little dwarf that goes charging through this area and he's like running up to rock elementals and one-shotting them by punching them. Oh, God. And then he's charging through rock walls, and he's punching his way through rock walls, and then at the end, there's Deathwing in human form, and you run up, and you punch him right in the face. face. (laughs) (laughs) You know, again, there's creativity there that I really like, and there was another YouTube video. It was by the Cynical Brit. The Quest Giver. The Quest Giver one. Oh, okay, there's another one? Yeah, there's another one. There's a... Okay, you know PopCap Games. That they're the people that do like Bejeweled and Peggle. Yep. They did they did this tower defense game, which I love. It's called Plants vs. Zombies. Okay? There is a quest chain out in Hillsbrad in, in that area now. Where it basically the quest chain is called Peace Bloom versus Ghoul. <laughs> and you you actually play the game, it's uh, almost exactly replicated in wow plants versus zombies and you get to play this entire thing this tower defense thing by putting plants and blowing up ghouls that are trying to attack this one goblin's house Ooh, I and play that yeah well, <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun it, it it is admittedly it's a lot of fun uh mm-hmm. i have a lot of fun playing the game it's just a hoot but the thing is is that if you get all the way through the quest they give you a pet so, I mean, you get a non-combat pet for completing the quest. What made me laugh was what they give you as a pet. It is a little flower, but it's the sunflower from the game Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> and every now and then, because at, if you beat the game Plants vs. Zombies, they have like this little really cute, I would almost say almost annoyingly cute, but it's really cute music video at the end where the sunflower sings this song. <laughs> and in the game, the pet every now and then breaks out and starts singing a couple lyrics of that song. And they got the uh-huh. voice of the woman who did the start sunflower in the game to do it for WoW. And we have come to our first music break. Now, because Thunder had mentioned Plants vs. Zombies, I had never played it. Never heard of it, even. Actually, that's not true. I had heard of it. People had mentioned it in passing. And after he had mentioned it, I went, oh, well, you know what? Let me go check this out. Especially if there is going to be a non-combat pet in-game soon. So I went to check it out. My life is over as I know it, okay? My, it's gone. It's gone. 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 Um, if you haven't played this game, wow. Addicting little thing. PopCap is so good at that, aren't they? But because of that, and yes, I have played around with it, there is, uh, and we have for you here... The most adorable little song from that game, which, if uh, Thunder's rumor is correct, we'll be hearing it in-game very soon. And so, for your earworm pleasure, we bring to you the Sunflower Song.
the one who planted me here. No! I'm just a sunflower, but you need power and entire infantry. You like the taste of brains, we don't like zombies. I used to play football. Football. Welcome to protect my head. I have a screen door shield. I think you're gonna have that in your head for days oh god yes you are you know what Christmas will come around you'll be singing it yes you will I promise you you're welcome and now back to the show again they're adding a lot of nifty stuff like that there is a lot of bells and whistles that they're adding the quest giver I like oh the quest giver where you're the quest giver you're the quest giver Come on. And you see something like that and you go, God, they really do know their audience. Mm. Because if you watch the video and you see the the players, quote unquote, <laughs> run up to you, you they identify like all the genre, shall we say, of players. <laughs> From the epic to the hyper. <laughs> um, and it's like... They know. You see that and you go, God, you know your player base. And then you do something stupid like with this patch and take trees away from druids and give me a 30-minute cooldown on a 15-minute soul stone. I don't get it. I don't. I don't. The tree, I think, is really, really upsetting. Have you seen the new tree form? Have you seen what it looks like? Look it up real quick. It looks really nifty. So here's the thing. It's like, yes, you get to turn into a tree that looks like this, but only for 30 seconds. <laughs> Before, you used to turn into the <laughs> you know, old the... gnarly twist tree. Yeah, the sprig, sprig of broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you turn into Mr. Broccoli Head, but you could stay as it and really kick out the heels. Mm-hmm. I remember when that hit. Yeah. I remember when all the druids were doing happy dances when the tree form hit. The healing druids were loving it. You used to have nothing in raids, especially, I mean, this was back, this, the, the tree form came out right before Burning Crusade, much like this patch. Mm-hmm. 
that's when it hit right before Burning Crusade. And all the druids, the healing druids are loving it. And imagine a 40-man raid with a bunch of healing druids, all as trees, oh. going out. They were, you know, they were ecstatic. They couldn't, they loved the tree form. They're oh my god, the healing you could do on this thing is awesome. I and love healing as my tree. I don't know why they took it out. It's one of those questions, like, why? You know, you, on one hand, you guys know your audience. On the other hand, what the hell were you smoking? Don't. I, only thing I really hope to see is that the damn Epicus Maximus shark stays. Yes. <laughs> that, just too cool I, for words. It's too cool for words. I really hope the shark stays and they don't take it out because we all know it was a gag. Sometimes, sometimes I honestly wonder when it comes to the devs and the developers and yada, yada, yada. Are there, like, groups that never talk with each other? Probably. Because that's what it seems like at times. <laughs> you know, you have, like, some groups that are adding in this nifty stuff, and then other groups going, oh, you know, that's just too powerful, having a sprig of broccoli that can change, you know, heal <laughs> all the time. We, we can't have that. Yeah, I, I don't understand what the process is. I don't get it. On, a, on another kind of side note here, um, I am going to put this out to everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your roving reporter for FTH Radio News. I have some terrible news that I have to report. The body of Big V has been found with the mod Bunny Hunter jumping up and down in it repeatedly screaming, How do you like it, bitch? Uh, back to you in the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys are giving Bobby Kotex far too much credit. Mm. You guys are giving this boy way, way, way too much credit. The man is interested in money. The only thing he knows about this game is its name. He knows it's called World of Warcraft, maybe. Uh, that's all he knows. He does not know about classes. He does not know about specs. He does not know any of this. So to blame all these like changes and problems and things people on him... You're giving the man way too much credit. You really are. Yeah. Well, it's like... He knows World of Warcraft, and he knows his company gets a lot of money from it. He knows spreadsheets. Yeah. And that's about it. It's like and blaming the it. president for all the problems. Like Yeah. He... And while we don't like him, it's like... It, it, you really are... I, I just keep hearing, like, people going off on this guy. It's like, he doesn't care that your class you know has lost has lost death ex, uh, corpse explosion no that wasn't his choice that wasn't his decision a lot of these decisions to be fair were made like a year ago it takes a while to program stuff guys yeah <laughs> especially on a, a game this magnitude it takes a lot of programming code so these decisions that are being made were made a long time ago now this is me being pessimistic okay <laughs> um and I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to send them. Well, I haven't heard a lot of people, but I've heard a fair amount of people say, you know, oh, I'm going to send a message to Kotec and Act of Blizzard and everything, and I'm just going to stop playing. Here's the thing. Twelve million people, estimated, are playing now, this game. Twelve million. Mm -hmm. Do you really think even like one or two thousand would affect their paychecks that much? In time... And I think we're starting to see, and I'm, and I'm kind of in a way sad to say this. We are starting to see the game has been around for six years. It is beginning its end. I agree. In my opinion, WoW is beginning its end. It's start, it, I mean, we, we've had a good run. 
It's been climbing, climbing, climbing. I think it's finally hit its zenith and is now going to decline. People will buy Cata. People who don't even, who are, people like us will buy Cata eventually. We may not be out there, you know, first thing, but eventually, yeah, will I buy it? Sure. Of course I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to buy Cata, but I'm going to be the materialistic bastard. I'm going to buy the collector's edition and put it in my closet for a year and sell it on eBay. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I actually I actually canceled Lumi's and I collector's edition. I did have two copies reserved. I canceled it, and we've decided that if we do get it, we're just going to get you know, the standard edition. Because there's no reason... To I've pay never that gotten much money for it. Yeah, I've never gotten a collector's edition, and I can't see, you know, for the pet, no. While the pet is cute, no. Um, As I stare at my StarCraft II collector's edition box. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is that, you know, while I like the pet, oftentimes I get the collector, I didn't get the collector's edition for Burning Crusade. I only got it for Lich King. And the major reason I got it for Lich King was the art book and the music. Because... Mm. Those are things that I really enjoy, that I really think Blizzard does a good job with. Superb. Yeah. Absolutely superb. Yes, their music has never... The only problem I have is I, I usually have my sound off anyway, so... Yeah, well... <laughs> but on those occasions when I turn it on, uh, the repeat does get on my nerves after a while, because the music does loop. Yes. And if you're in a zone for a long time, it's like, all right, already. Um, on the, uh, actually... Uh, speaking of collector's editions of Kata and everything else, I think we should point out that we have uh, a special interview to play for you guys, for those in the Chicagoland area, uh, a possibility for you guys to get a Kata collector's edition or a StarCraft II collector's edition. Nice. So listen, yes, so listen to this, and it's all for a good cause, so perk up. Well, we have with us at For the Horde Radio a very, very special guest. We have Brian Lehew of Window Liquor Records joining us. Hello. How you doing? I'm I'm how you doing? I'm good. How are you? You know what? I'm ridiculously pumped to be here. Cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So are we. So, yeah. Oh my god. So I, you know honestly, uh Annie, I can't thank you enough and uh for the Horde Radio for for letting me come on and uh you know kind of kind of promo this this charity event that I'm getting ready to talk about. Absolutely not a problem. We're, we're, it's a it, it's a very <laughs> exciting it's a it's an awesome event that you guys are doing. And please why don't you begin talk away and uh tell us all about it. All right. Well, um, you know, as you stated before, I'm with Window Liquor Records, which I'm sure everybody gets a chuckle out of. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Case in point. Um, no, but you know what? We're we're a uh, we're an, a, a record label based out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we've been around for about four years, and we've got a, a range of bands um, on our label, uh, such as like heavy alternative rock, um, straight up alternative. A little bit of hip hop and actually some uh, reggae ska. I'll tell you, I have the best job in the world. I, I'm not lying to you. Uh, we we have great bands that do a lot of things, and um, you know we've got a band that's actually getting ready to tour um, a little bit with um, uh, My Chemical Romance, and uh, uh, you know we've got a lot of really great things on the lineup. So um, enough about my record label, and more about <laughs> about uh, and actually and actually um, I'm I'm not the owner. The owner is, could not be with us tonight. Um, so I'm kind of speaking on behalf for him, but I ran all these notes past him. He's good with it. So, um, we are having a charity event. Okay. And I'm just going to talk a little bit about this. It is at, uh, Clearwater Theater in West Dundee, Illinois. 
on December 10th. And so I'm really reaching out to the Chicago audience. Um, if you're a wild player and, and you're in Chicago, please come out to this benefit and get ready. And I'll tell you why. First and foremost, the doors open at 6 p.m. The show starts at 7 o'clock and tickets are $8 at the door. Now, this event, like I said before, is based around the Children's Hospital. Uh, there's a certain branch of the Children's Hospital that provides video games and video game systems for children that are just really sick. Here's my sales pitch. Andy, Ed, are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, I'm going to hit you with <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want you to think back for a little while. I want you to think back to like the 80s or 90s, depending on how old you are. And, and maybe you can remember waking up on Christmas Day and you start tearing through your presents and finally you uncover like the mecca of presents. You know, it's that 8-bit Nintendo system or or maybe that Super NES that you've been asking for since Halloween. And I mean, you, obviously, do you remember how excited you were to open it up and just start rocking out? Yeah, it was Pong, you know. You're absolutely <laughs> rock on, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm screwed. You're exactly right. Yep. <laughs> uh, that excitement, I mean, you can't put a price tag on it. And the, the kids uh, and the families that they're a part of, you know, because medical bills pile up, uh, on top of the cost of just normal everyday living like rent and mortgages and utility bills and cell phone bills and car payments, you know, parents can't afford a $250 gaming system like an Xbox 360 or anything. Uh, some of these families, I'm not going to lie to you, are, are just barely making it by. Um, so this charity event puts the games and the gaming systems in these kids' hands so the parents can still see that excitement in their eyes when they open them up. Here is a little bit more about the event. All right, this is a Window Liquor Records showcase that's hosting four ska bands. Now, if you're not familiar with ska, it's like a very, very upbeat, fun, poppy reggae. And I know a lot of people, as soon as I say reggae, they're like, oh, time to fast forward. <laughs> reggae is the closest thing that I can compare it to simply because of the upbeats. Uh, if you, and, and some people may say, I don't even know what ska is. Um, you know, some of the bigger bands that really hopped around in the 90s was like real big fish. Uh, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tone, Save Ferris. So that's a little bit of what Sky is, and, and I mean, it's 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 actually got a really big scene in Chicago, and uh, so, you know, the listeners out there can can kind of do a little research and, and look up some of those bands that I aim to get a good feel for it. Uh, our lineup consists of The Takeouts, Dropped Once, Shortstop from Tokyo, and we have The Invaders, uh, who are coming down from Milwaukee to headline the event. The Invaders have been around for uh, 20 years and actually it's kind of funny because I used to listen to them when I was in high school mm -hmm. and now now they're on my record label so oh, wow. <laughs> it is you know define define irony right wow really yep yep so uh they've they've been around and uh Max with the invaders great guy to get along with um and he they put on a heck of a show they've really They've really gone some serious places in their day. So also about the events uh, throughout the night, we're going to be having like a projector screen. Well, not a screen. It's an actual projector that we're going to have an Xbox 360 plugged into. And we're going to be projecting these video games onto the wall during each of the band's sets. Now, each one of the video games is going to change when a different band gets up there. But for example, we're going to be having contests. All right. Like, let's say, for example, the uh, the first band gets up and we're going to put Street Fighter 4 in on the Xbox. It's going to be projected on the wall for everybody to see big screen. I'm going to actually be the first player and it's going to cost somebody one dollar to beat me. And oh. yeah, that's right. That's cool. And if, if they beat me, they stay and it costs somebody else a dollar to beat them. So it's kind of like a last man standing type thing. And everybody gets to watch and everybody gets to participate. And again, every dollar goes to this children's hospital, you know, and it's, it's just good fun. Uh, we're also talking about having like a, a Wii bowling event during one of the band's uh, sets and stuff like that. So, you know, we've got that going. Also, 
throughout the night, I'm going to be uh, giving away some some serious real deal prizes. And I, and I, and I say giving it away, but it, it, there's kind of, it's not a catch, but what we're going to do is there's going to be a hat, basically. And for $5, you can put your name in the hat. And towards the end of the night, I'm going to start drawing names out of this hat. And the winners are going to receive, uh, I'm going to be giving away a StarCraft II Collector's Edition and a World of Warcraft Cataclysm Collector's Edition. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Along with, um, uh, we're going to be having like other accessories and stuff like that. I'm going to be picking up a, uh, a copy of the uh, the new Fallout, or Fallout New Vegas. Uh, we'll be giving out. So, you know, it's like, it's some pretty legit stuff. You know, it's not like, here's your 25 cent necklace, you know, thanks for playing. <laughs> Here's your but, fake uh, mustache. Enjoy. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. We'll call you Mr. Potato Head and shove you out the door. <laughs> so, but uh, you know what? If you look at the dates, December 7th is Cataclysm launch date, and our event is on December 10th. And after doing a little bit of research, I found out that it's no longer possible to pre-order a World of Warcraft Cataclysm uh, uh, Special Edition copy. So, I mean, it's done. It's it's over with. So, and, and you know what? On top of that, if you don't play StarCraft 2 or you don't play World of Warcraft, you're, you know, World of Warcraft, I did some searching on eBay and <laughs> I found I found out, I mean, there's people who are selling StarCraft 2 collector's editions for like 400, <gasps> 600 bucks. Oh my god. For serious. Yep. Yeah, oh I picked mine god. up for 100 bucks. And I thought to myself, yeah, you know what, I'll hold on to it. It might be worth something someday. But you know what? I cannot think of a better event to give this stuff away at. Absolutely. So, you know, and it's, it's yeah, it's great. So, but Cataclysm is going to be hot off the presses. Unfortunately, the prizes are for people who attend the event. Um, you know, there's no way, unfortunately, that people can write to me and say, hey, if I send you $5, can you put my name in <laughs> I, I can't do that, you know. Um, so it, it's for people who attend the event, uh, which is why I'm really, again, I'm really reaching out to the Chicagoland population. So, you know, I want everybody to come out and play games and check out some awesome bands. And it's just, it's going to be video game Armageddon all over the place. And uh, it, it's, it's absolutely going to be a phenomenal time. One of the things I did want to bring up, though, uh, if you don't mind, yeah, go for it. I, I, I actually, I have a question. For those of our listeners who are not in the Chicagoland area, is there a way they can donate to this cause? That is my next topic. All right, look at that. Look, look, at, look <laughs> at this mind reader. <laughs> <laughs> what people can do is uh, they can they can write checks to uh, well, not us, but you, if, if you want to donate to this cause, um, all you have to do is make a check out to the St. Louis Children's Hospital. Now you can get a tax break for donations and stuff like that, you know. If you make the, the check out to the St. Louis Children's Hospital, that will allow you to receive that that tax break uh, at the end of the, the, the year. If you make them out to me, all you're gonna do is make me really happy. So, <laughs> Which no, is not I'm, a bad thing, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would probably write them back and say, I, I destroyed your check, please redo this. Um, <laughs> But if, if you do want to give if you do want to give to this event, what we're going to do is a, is a couple of things. There's no reason that people should give and not get. We have a 2010 Window Liquor Records compilation drop card, and it's basically just like your your wild card, where you scratch off the code on the back and you go onto uh, iTunes and you download the entire compilation for free. Um, I believe we have somewhere around like 18 or 19 songs on the compilation for 2010. So uh, it's, it's, you know, and, and that compilation is only going to be available for a year. So if you mail me a check 
uh, made out to the St. Louis Children's Hospital, we will send you a drop card for a free Window Liquor Records 2010 compilation. And you can mail those checks to P.O. Box 1265, Chicago, Illinois, 60690. Um, and also, if you have any other types of questions, concerns, or anything like that, you can email me at podcast at windowlickerrecords.com. Um, we have our own podcast. We talk about uh, what's going on with our bands. We talk about the music scene, upcoming shows, events, uh, you know, current news. And then we actually play um, a string of music from the bands that are on our record label, uh, you know, so that way people can listen. Um, and we also, obviously, we have an, a gorgeous website, yes. uh, Um in, in the About section, you will find yourself a Fat Daddy link to For the Lord Radio. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at uh, at Window Liquor LLC, and you can follow me on Twitter at Twizzle F E. That's T W I Z Z L E F as in Frank E as in Edward. Awesome, and we're definitely gonna have your uh, link on our on our link, and we're all link up, and it'll be awesome. Uh, but no, we'll definitely. <laughs> No, we'll definitely have a link on our website um, for Window Liquor Records, so you guys can check that out. But yeah, this is an awesome cause. So please think of the children. Damn it! Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> think if you of know the... what's good for you, you'll think of the kids. Think of the kids. Damn it! Come on, we need a whole new generation of game players out there. Let's go. Exactly. Exactly. Who's going to carry the torch, right? Who's going to carry the torch? Teach them to be whores. <laughs> Is it, the most important thing. <laughs> bottom line, I mean, it, it. You know what? I mean, it should be on their bibs. You know. Exactly. So, exactly. Hey, for the fourth bib. Oh, where? Hey. <laughs> I, I think we just. I think we just found our million dollar idea that we're going to advertise to the world. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And, and I would like to point out here that uh, Brian here does play horde. A true I'm, statement. Absolutely, a Torin druid. That's correct. I got my little bear tank that I absolutely love. And I'd, I'd say his name, but you know what? It's one of those names that I'm surprised I haven't gotten banned for yet. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to give it out just yet because, you know, in That's case okay. somebody somebody gets, you know, bored one night, which, you know, nobody ever gets bored in WoW. Never. Um, <laughs> Never. And decides to report me out of, no, you know, for no good reason. So anyways, but just know that there's a uh, there's a record label tour in Druid running around the streets Cruising of Asheville. Around. That's right. That's right. So, guys, definitely, you know, if you're in the Chicagoland area, please go to see this event because also Window Liquor Records promotes unheard of bands, I guess. is I'm not sure if that's the right terminology or not, but bands that are trying to kind of, you know, get their start, as it were. Exactly. You know what? We're, we're also kind of a link up. Um, it's one of those things if, if uh, I'm, you know, I'm also a, a talent scout. Uh, for Window Liquor Records, and we we never turn down good talent, and uh, you know we've got a lot of really good things. We play, you know, we we, we showcase at uh, some of the biggest venues in Chicago all the time. So if you're in a band and you know uh, you know you want to be heard, um, you can also send a press kit to that same address, um, or if you want more information about you know what we're looking for and stuff like that, again hit me up at podcast at windowlickerrecords.com, and uh, you know we can talk. See, look at that. All, well, n- nothing but good stuff happening here, guys. Come on. One-stop shop. <laughs> One-stop shop. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, December 10th, yes. I believe that is even a Saturday. No, I'm uh, sorry. It's, it's a, Friday. a Friday. Sorry. Yeah. I had to flip the calendar there. Yes, it is a Friday. <laughs> but that's okay. So go attend if you're in the area. If not, make a donation. No donation is too small. Very true. We take anything that we can get. 
And one of the things that I forgot to mention is this is an all-ages show. It, um, a, a, yeah, a, you know, there's a lot of venues and, and, and places like that that say, you know, it's 21 and up on, mm-hmm. only, stuff like that. This is an all-ages event, so you know what? You're a sophomore in high school, grab the car keys from mom and dad, grab your <laughs> Come on out to the show, and you know what? I'll be I'll be uh, emceeing the show. You'll see me on stage quite a bit. And uh, if you heard me on this podcast, come on up, talk to me. Let's let's talk about some wow. Let's talk about some music. Let's talk about whatever. And I'd absolutely love to hear from uh, from somebody. Yeah, yeah. Crap. I love it. <laughs> I may even go. No, um, yeah, <laughs> I would love to. You know, I would absolutely I, love to. I'd love to have you. But then, of course, you would win the Wow Cataclysm Collector's Edition, and it would totally look. <laughs> would totally look rigged. It would. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it would be. No, I kidding. No, no, no. no. Uh, (laughs) No, so this is an awesome event, guys. I mean, there's music, there's games, and it's all going to a good cause. There's no excuse. There's just no excuse. Go. Get your whole guild. Go. Go. Every dollar, every dollar that comes through that place is going towards um, making these, making these, these kids who are very sick you know, happy. And and one of the things that, that really drives home with me is the fact that when you're little and, you know, you're very young and you don't realize how, I mean, your, your logic process isn't quite developed yet and you're different. Mm-hmm. You know you're different. You don't know why you're different, but you know people look at you differently. Mm-hmm. And you know what, when you're, to, to open up that Xbox, to open up that Wii, to open up whatever and escape for just 15 seconds or three hours or whatever and you know where you feel like every other kid you feel normal you know um there's there is not a price tag that you can put on it bottom line you know and uh uh and yeah i just i can't think of anything else in the entire world i love video games i love music this is this is the Omega event, and we're going to be advertising also through uh, Chicago news stations, Southern Wisconsin news stations, and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's you know what, uh, Annie Ed, you are amazing for having me uh, do this little segment on the show. I cannot thank you and for the Horde Radio enough, oh, and uh, I will pleasure. be sure to let you know how it goes. And also, um, we'll be posting uh, pictures on our website of the event and all the winners stuff like that. So, um, you know, if you didn't miss it, but you did donate, at least you'll be able to see how it went. Yeah, that would be great. We'd love to hear a follow-up afterwards and just kind of see how everything went. Who knows? Somebody's going to have this on YouTube. You know it. Somebody's <laughs> going to be out there having this on YouTube. I promise you. So, I hope so. <laughs> that would be awesome. If, you, if you're there, get it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm screaming. Get it. So, again, we're going to keep reminding you of this. December 10th, this year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this year, and it's, it's pretty easy to remember because it's right after Cataclysm. Exactly. So put your cataclysm away. Go to this event. If you know other people in that area, send them out that way. And you know it's going to be a cluster. You know you're not going to get to level your your uh, uh, goblin. My my God, I almost said worgen. For some reason, that was the first thing that came to mind. I can't. I know. I said the W word. Uh, you know, it's going to be a madhouse. You're not going to be able to quest. You're not going to be able to do anything. Blizzard's no. going to have their servers shut down because they can't help. You know, can't handle all of it. <laughs> so you know what? Just avoid the frustration. Avoid it all. Pack up and head on out to Clearwater Theater in West Dundee, Illinois. Show starts at seven. Tickets are eight bucks at the door. And and come on, how can you beat that? That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> eight bucks. Come on, guys. Oh. And it's all ages, you know, so I'm sure mom and dad would love to give you 10 bucks to go to a show and that's all they got to, you know, that's all they got to spend. Exactly. So, 
and uh, well, five dollars to go into the you know, and five dollars. So. Oh, egg, egg for the yeah, 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 okay. yeah you gotta yeah. put it in. The Even still, you know, thirteen dollars. That's a steal. That's a cheap date. Come on, <laughs> that is a cheap date. Well, I think that uh, covered. I think everything. Yeah, you know, again, I've got all my contact information, and don't hesitate to drop me a line with any comments, questions, concerns. Well, thank you so much for for that, and we'll definitely keep them up. We'll beat them over the head uh, and make them show up. <laughs> beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Isn't so. it beautiful? It's just you know, feel the love here. Oh, just feel it. It's awesome. Too funny. Too funny. <laughs> And we have come to our second music break of the show. And continuing with our Halloween theme, we bring you this song to ruin your fond childhood memories, all with the aid of a censor beeper. You'll know that I am called the Count. Because I really love to Sometimes I sit and all day But sometimes I get carried away I slowly, slowly, slowly getting faster Once I start in it's very hard to stop hey, Faster, faster It is so exciting I could forever Until I drop One, two, three, four One, two, three, four One, two, three, four One, two, I love Whatever the amount One, two, three, four One, two, three, four One, two, that's the song of the count I the spiders on the wall I c*** the cobwebs in the hall I c*** the candles on the shelf When I'm alone I c*** myself I, I c*** slowly, slowly, slowly getting faster once I start f***ing, it's very hard to stop <laughs> Faster, faster, it is so exciting I could forever f*** until I drop <laughs> One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two I love f***ing, whatever the amount <laughs> One, two, three, four, hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah, yeah One, two, three, four, one, two, that's his song It's amazing how one little beep can imply so much. And now, back to the show. Hello, listeners. Grandmaster Z here, here to talk to you about add-ons in Patch 4.0. Now, the first thing you should know about add-ons in Patch 4.0 is, they're all broken. Thank you. Well, Brock's the red game the day. Walk him along, John, carry him along. Will Brock's 
his burying ground. Tell me where you stole me. Walk him along, John, carry him along. Tell me where you stole me. Carry him to his burying ground. We join our heroes in far northern Fellwood as they set up camp for the night near a massive wooden bear's head whose open maw leads deep into a mountainside. Carry him to his burying ground. Tell me where you stole me. Walk him along, John. Carry him along. Tell me where you stole me. Carry him to his burying ground. Tell me where you stole me. Walk him along. John, carry him along, tell me where you stole me, carry him to his burying ground. That was a rare treat to hear a dragon and an honorable cowman sing. May I please request next time that you do so, that you pick a key and stay with it. Carry him to his burying ground. Yay! Onyx, you stopped before the song ended. I'm sorry, Master. I just wanted to hear you sing the last bit alone. It almost sounds as if you knew this Brock the Red. Oh, no, 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 no. Way before my time, even when I was alive. I just like the song. I hope that someday I'll be remembered as fondly. Enough of this melancholy. It is frigid out here tonight. Master, why don't we go into Timbermaw Hold? We don't have to set up camp here, you know. We don't have to sit out here and sing camp songs when we could have warm beds. Do these noble savages not like the Honorable Cowman? Oh no, Panlong. <laughs> not at all. Quite the opposite, in fact. I do not follow. Oh, they absolutely love him in that tunnel. Oh, hush up, Onyx. Yeah, I'm sort of a local celebrity to these guys. And this is bad how? Well, let's see. Last time I came through here, I had seven marriage proposals, three fur, fur bogs sneak locks of my tail fur, and a gay fur bog hit on me the entire time I visited. Me like tables. <laughs> Let me see that thing. Dun, 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 dun. Where on Azeroth did he learn that? I didn't teach him that. The influences of the other realms he is subject to are leaking through. Although a song about scanty undergarments does concern me. Uh, uh regardless, Master, uh, to the matter at hand, the Timbermaw would welcome us, and we would not be freezing out here. Speak for yourself, but Munchbug and I are fine. You forget, Cowman. You and the little one are dead. So, not everyone can be perfect. Master... If the bear men here are such a problem, then why do we travel this way? If we're serious about doing everything we can to protect Munchbug, then we need a place to do it. Sure, we could set up shop anywhere, but I'd like to have as much protection backing us as possible. So that means either I call a shaman and get the blessings of the elements, and Dr. Z is busy with the rebuilding of the Echo Isles. Last I heard, he was arguing about making 
roof-mounted, heat-seeking anti-night elf missiles as standard feature on the huts. By the creators! I hope his leaders talked him out of it. Um, actually he's having a hell of a time meeting demands for the orders. Boom! <laughs> hippie bomb. Apply directly to the hippie. Uh, yeah. So either a shaman or a druid. The shaman I trust is out. He's busy. So we're on our way to Moonglade. Ah, home of the most honorable druids. But forgive me, honorable cowman, but as you are not natural, will the druids there not take kindly to your presence in their most sacred of sites? Probably. Uh, they have asked me to leave quickly after I finished whatever business I'm there for when I showed up before. You've been there before? Yeah, lots of times. Hence why I'm going to ask a druid for help on finding a perfect spot to dig in and protect Munchier, his brother. I have an uncle? Uncle, uncle, uncle! Yay! You have a brother, Honorable Kalman? Two, actually. We're visiting the older one. His name is Treekeeper, and he's an accomplished druid. Just hope he does not spend half our visit trying to cure me like last time. I am curious now. Your younger brother, then? Why do we not ask for his help as well? His younger brother serves currently with the Argent Dawn and uh, is part of the new Sunwalker Paladin Order forming in Mulgore. Yeah. Um, not sure how well he'd like seeing me like this. Uh, he knows I'm... Well, an abomination unto the light. Gee, thanks. But yeah, I'm just not ready to cross that little bridge yet with him. Tree at least understands me, and I know he'll do his best to help. Uh, help with what, brother? Birdie! Birdie with horns? Cowbird! I want more cowbird! Ah, <coughs> oh, that's a new one. Not sure I like being called a cowbird, though. Those are nasty little birds that switch eggs with other species. They're typically considered to be parasites. <sighs> Tree, stop. We need your help with the little one here. What was the honorable druid talking about? Tree Keeper is a naturalist and tends to rattle on and on on about animals and plants if you give him an opening. Thunder is adept at heading him off, while I, on the other hand, got caught listening to an in-depth description about how the overpopulation of wolves in Elwyn Forest is impacting the ecosystem and the deer populations. Ah, assault by unwanted knowledge. Ahem. You were saying, little brother? Yeah. You remember Munchbug, right? Yeah. Hey, you little guy. You ever repay Ed for the studio blowing up? You is my uncle. Yay! Yeah, I am, little one. <laughs> Surprised you didn't figure that out sooner. Or didn't Daddy tell you? Tree, you can hit me up with the no-contacting-the-family-guilt-trip-later. Besides, I was dead. You know, that's no excuse to me. Regardless, come here! <laughs> Affectionate, aren't they? They were very close as brothers, as I understand. Tree, come on, man, I need your help. Besides, you're crushing me. Okay, fine. So what is it this time, though? Purification, healing, cat in a tree. Cat in a tree. He likes cats and is quite the hero to old ladies in Silvermoon because of his rescues. I like kitties. <laughs> Lots of kitties, yay! 
no sense at all, little one. Sorry, Uncle Cheese. I'm not feeling well. That's kind of why we came, bro. Let me explain what I learned from Pan Long here. Later, after dealing with the amazement of a live Pandaren in the tale of Thunder and Onyx's adventures... Alright, so let me get this straight. Whew, you need to find a good defensible spot to build a home or fort or, or something where you can defend little Munch here, but... You don't want it to be too obvious or too weak in defense. A place large enough to house you, Onyx, Munchbug, Panlog, and any other folks from our little guild. Even Ed and V, yeah? Oh, boy. Yep, that about sums it up. It's a big order, I know, but that's why I wanted some sort of natural blessing before even trying to make such a monstrous building. It almost sounds like an impossible task, Master, now that I hear it out loud. What on earth could fit all those needs? Perhaps... We should have stayed in Pandaria. We would have had most of what you needed there. Yeah, except contact with all my other friends. Ah, yes. Good point. Guys, guys, guys! Ho, ho! This is not as hard as you're making it out to be. I think I may know just the place, actually. Relatively isolated, easily defended, and not so far off the beaten path that folks will think it's some kind of hidden dungeon or something. You do? Well, that's excellent, bro. Will you help us get there? I'll do you one better, brother. I'll help you build there. I know what you need, anyway. You cook, Panlong brews, Onyx organizes, and Munchbug is with folks who will look out for him. You need a bar. A bar? A bar. Sounds like a good idea to me, huh, folks? But where will Treekeeper lead our heroes to make this edifice? How far will people come to try real Pandaren beer? And what about the mysterious Honest John? Has the short little bastard given up the trail of our heroes? I heard that, ya mook! For answers to all this and more, tune in next time to Fishing in the Nether. Next time on Fishing in the Nether. So why are we stopping by Silvermoon for supplies again? Apparently Treekeeper has an in with the owner of a building supply chain. <laughs> oh, good lord, look at that. Kitty! Kitty has a bow! <sighs> Mrs. Brightcloak will not talk to me unless I look like... this. She likes cats. <laughs> Whatever you say, Mr. Fluffykins. Oh, I am so going to mark your armor for that. Kitty, you can have cheeseburger. Are we? Are you still there, Zath? Yes, I'm. I, I was muted. <laughs> Everybody, take a drink. Uh... <laughs> No one. No wonder no one was responding to me when I was that interjecting. Would... <laughs> <laughs> that would do it, dude. So back, um, back to Hollow's End. Hollow's oh, yes. End. Mm -hmm. What good stories do you know? What I have to put this down about Hollow's End because what? I did it. I did it last night. I did it all by myself. I pugged this <gasps> horseman. You, you I survived. Was very, very proud with, of you. With four others, total strangers, I pugged it. I went alone into a pug, and I pugged the Headless Horseman. Our little Annie Ed is all grown I'm up. I'm growing up. I know. They, I, there was cheers in Guild for me <laughs> for having overcome this hurdle. And how, I'm thinking, uh, but... <laughs> how much talking was there? None. 
Oh, Absolutely okay. none. So it was a good one then. <laughs> yeah. It was dead silent. It was go in. I mean, I saw buffs going. People were buffing each, you know, whatever. Everyone's kind of hanging out for a few seconds because no one wants to touch the pumpkin. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that bug finally hit me last night. The pumpkin of doom has taken on a new meaning. Um, has anyone else had this? Because I know I've had, again, I've, I have pugged Headless Horseman, but with other guildies where there have been like one or two other people with me and we just had to pug like the last spot or two, whatever. But, and people are like, nobody wants to touch the damn pumpkin. Well, with good reason. <laughs> good reason, because <laughs> it's locking up their games. There was one with two, Slurg and Zathra, in a, in a pug with their, everyone kept locking up in their group, everybody. It's like nobody can do this. (laughs) It's a new pumpkin of doom. Um, I don't know what's going on with it this year. I know uh, a lot of people aren't happy, and and I knew they were going to do it with the little goodie sack once a day. You see, on the other hand, though, they did do a smart thing, because granted, with a goodie sack with a headless horseman, yes, you have to get the squashling and the hollowed helm. Yes. So you need that for the achievement. Used to be you could only get those from the Headless Horseman. And for a while, everybody thought, oh, crap, you know, with this once-a-day thing, this is really going to suck. You can get them through trick-or-treating. You could last year, too. Yeah. You could? Okay. Yes. I, I, I never got did. them myself. But I heard other people who were getting that damn squashling left and right in the trick-or-treating. <laughs> to the point where I was literally, I was doing, like, toward the end of it, because especially with Ed, I was so close to that proto-drake. Yeah. Oh. Hollow's End was like the second to last holiday I needed on her. That's all I need for Thunder, and all I need is the stupid Hollow Helm. Well, then get in game. <laughs> well, what started happening last year on Ed was I was coming in every hour just to trick or treat and then leave. I was doing that little move, which you've seen people do, yeah. just to get it. And at one point, I know I had like swap characters, and there's poor 80. I come back on my second character. And 80 had just typed into guild chat, you know, that overlap you get? I just typed in, I don't have the heart to tell her I've gotten four so far. (laughs) This was last year, and I said, don't tell her. Just don't. Don't tell her. Needless to say, um, this year, our buddy Bugs, Uh while we give exorbitant amounts of congrats, I secretly hate you because he has gotten five, ladies and gentlemen, yes, count them, five Headless Horseman mounts on three <laughs> characters. Mounts. Mounts. Yeah, He's got mount. one on each character and doubled up on two of them. <sighs> His wife is ready to divorce him. <laughs> I asked her that. I said, so how's, uh, I said, you're still married? She goes, divorce papers in the works. <laughs> if she does not get herself a Headless Horseman bugs, you are screwed. You are so, she will not let, and that's a whole year. She ain't going to let you live that down. <laughs> you won't be able to do anything without her going, five, and that's all she's going to have to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> I could just and, five. That's all she's going to have to say. Five. Honey, okay, I don't want to go out for dinner tonight. Five. <laughs> okay, I'll get my shoes on. We'll go. <laughs> Yes, we'll see that girly film you've been wanting to see. No questions asked. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Five. That's all she's going to have to tell. So you better hope she gets one of these horses. I swear to God, or your life is going to be hell. Mm-hmm. And I do, I mean, we have a lot of people. This is their first Hollow's End ever, which is awesome to see it through their eyes in a way. Yeah, 
And and I, I do have to say this, while I actually like being able to queue right through the dungeon finder, it makes yes. it a hell of a lot quicker. Oh, I, yeah. That, that is nice. The only downside that I've found to it so far, well, and, and it's not even that big of a downside. The only downside I've seen to it so far is that when you get the bag and you open it up, and it originally it should have just been like emblems in there. Yeah. And you open up now and it's like, your bag is empty. If you check the screen, I've noticed it'll tell you the justice points. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'll tell you. But it's almost like, yeah, you got an empty bag. Thank you, Headless Horseman. It's like, at least give me a rock or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, I have. The first time I did it this year, that's what happened. I'm like, well, first, with all the 8,000 different shades of pumpkins I have in my bag, between, you know, ticky-tack treats and pumpkin heads to throw and the other pumpkins that you get when you trick-or-treat all a variety of jack-o'-lanterns looking at you and then they put a jack-o'-lantern bag in there good luck finding it yeah <laughs> i'm sitting there like right clicking on everything that's a pumpkin it's like it's here somewhere damn it <laughs> it's here the, somewhere the first time i found fa- i finally find it i click it and it was like what the hell what the hell? Where'd it go? <laughs> and then I see it like you have twelve justice points. Oh, thank you. How much do justice points even get you anymore? Well, I did a little um, pre-shopping because having them convert all emblems now, mm-hmm. which I don't think anyone would mind. And another good point about the patch: um, nobody, I think, minded getting cash for those old emblems that were. Oh useless. yeah, that yeah. was did nice. Did anybody mind that? No, I didn't. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, there's another good thing. All of a sudden, a, a we get definite, to use. Yeah. <laughs> How many justice badges did we have? Oh, my God. <laughs> my paladin won that bet. Because I was taking him out healing um, on a lot of the older dungeons, and he had a ton of them. So oh, he geez. got them converted. Who's typing? Not Sorry. But uh, the justice points, I did check it out, and I'm not sure how they converted, but I know I didn't have enough on him at the time to, like, get anything new, even with the conversion, but I didn't prior to that anyway. I would have had to do more dungeons and get more emblems, anywho. But I'm watching them kind of stack up, and it's like, you know, I may actually have enough very soon to get him, like, a neat new thing. My lock. Because... Ah. He's getting, he's the one I'm gearing up first. Came the discussion, Who do? You, what do you do? Gear up your main or get those heirlooms and give them to alts? Yeah, and the thing is, is that given, they, they have shown some of the loot lists mm-hmm. that uh, are coming out in like the first couple things for Kata. And what blows my mind is like, there's a blue item you get for the end of a long quest chain that beats out like the epic Shadowmorn axe. Ah, uh, ha, 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 that move. Yeah. So, again, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like, okay, um, yeah, get the heirlooms. Oh, now see, you say get the heirlooms, okay. Because I know a lot of people would probably say, oh, you should gear up your character and make sure that they're raid-worthy and yada, yada, yada. Why? The first couple greens are going to blow the stuff out of the water. <laughs> Just gear like up your newbie. Crusade did. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's a good thing to know. I appreciate that feedback, because I had asked. I asked the guild, because uh, I know Steve had mentioned something about heirlooms and posted a link about them or something. And I said, you know, honestly, what is, what is the overall opinion on this? Do I gear up my main or do I get heirlooms? And a lot of people said gear up the main. It just makes more sense to me to to gear up whatever lobby. 
Because hmm. again, you know, if you're if quest rewards are blowing epics and legendaries out of the water, which is yeah, that happened with Burning Crusade. It was so sad. Yeah. Because here's the thing: they are still greens, which means when you put them on, they look it. Yeah. <laughs> Stat-wise, they're gorgeous. Stat-wise, they blow that epic thing, that purple gear you're wearing, right out of the water. Look-wise, yodel pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once again, your mama dresses you funny. Oh, man. It was, I, I've told this story, it's the most depressing thing. I had the most epic-looking bow uh, B, uh, before BC. <laughs> it was uh, actually what the heirloom bow looks like now. The, the skeletal bow. Oh, my God. I, I love this. Yeah, I love this bow. It was, I found it, I think, in something that I can't remember what it was. Oh well, one of the, an old dungeon I found it in, and it was awesome and epic. I loved my skeleton bow and my hunter. And then I did Burning Crusade, and what beat out the skeleton bow? I can tell you exactly what beat it out. I know where I got it from. What quest? The spirit wolf that you have to follow in Outlands mm -hmm. to the Machnathal whatever area. Ah uh, yes. And a quest I... reward for getting there is a bow, which blew the stats off my skeleton bow but to put but to arm it it was like a twig branch with string oh jeez <laughs> compare that to the awesomeness of a skeleton bow and here i got this you know tw <laughs> this mouth music piece twang 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 <laughs> it was depressing well yeah giving up all that epic armor i mean not that ed had a whole lot but she was building a set she was building tier gear. She was doing the Molten Core and spending her DKP, for those who remember that term. <laughs> um, 50 DKP minus. <laughs> exactly. But yes, we actually had DKP and earned it by doing the runs, and you built it up, and you spent it when an item came up. And she had done that through several pieces, and it was all gone within, like, you know, the first two weeks. <laughs> it was so depressing to take it off, you know? Yeah. I mean, that just seems wrong. I held on to it for a long time, too, and then I just finally said, I need the bag space. With Lunar Sphere heading toward King Varian, we need to cut to our other reporters and see what they can tell about what's going on here. Hi, I'm, I'm reporting from the throne room, King Varian Wynn. Uh, yeah, and there seems to be, like, a huge mob just, just coming in. The Stormwing Guards don't know, like, anything, um, because they're not pretty. So, you know, and, oh my goodness, it just took the head off one of, oh, oh. Uh, King Varian Wynn is, like, looking really ugly, which I think makes him a prime target, but anyway. Uh, it's coming in, and it just crashed throw into the throne road the destruction is just oh I chipped a nail oh 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 back to you back to you ladies and gentlemen I have heard that carbonite has become infected we had best get out of here carbonite I repeat carbonite one of the massive mods has become infected and the map itself seems to be turning on people and if I look up in my upper right hand oh dear god the mini map is about to attack me all right I have to get, get out of here uh, and, and, and I will admit, I have like uh, I my little warrior. He has stuff sitting in the bank that he's never going to touch again. 
Mm, I do but the thing pieces. is, it's, you know, it, it's like you know, I busted my rump getting this stuff. I'm not giving it up. You know, she still has, Ed has the Ani trinket that you needed to get into Ani. Oh. Because I, I won't get rid of that. It's totally uh, useless. It has like plus 10 fire protection. Like, who cares? Um, but it, because it's a necklace. It's not actually a key. It's a necklace. I think Zaf has the Mallet of Zulfarak in his bank somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the Pally has that, too. Yeah. Well, and again, certain things like that I completely understand. You yes, know, it's that's like... a nostalgia. Finkel Skinner. Who out there remembers that one? Not a lot, I bet. Yeah, no. That, I... that... Finkel's, Finkel's Skinning Knife, which I still have on it. Epic, epic skinning knife. You would ha the only problem was you had to actually. It was like a regular skinning knife, you know, but it was the skinning knife to have mm. because it increased your skinning by like plus twenty or some ridiculous amount. So you could Ooh. skin the most. I mean, I remember when Burning Crusade came out, she was using that to skin over her level, which is nice. Know? Which was yeah. awesome. I bet it still works. I bet it actually still works. <laughs> but she hasn't come across anything she can't do. Ah, yeah. memories, uh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, memories. Fond, fond nostalgia here at For the Horde Radio. Yeah. Ah. But, <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like, I'm sure everybody has stories like that. Mm-hmm. You've had six years. Yeah. I mean, even if yeah. people who haven't been in game for six years, I mean, I looked, I was, I've been in game five. How scary is that? Well, you know, it may be <laughs> scary, but hey, you know. No, it's scary. That's all it is. It's just, <laughs> there's five years of my life, you know. But you're never getting back. I'm never getting those back, man. Holy <laughs> God. <laughs> I want to go on record saying that you said it, not me. <laughs> well, we were all thinking it. <laughs> And I will not do slash played on my troll. I just won't. Oh God! No. Don't ask me to play do slash played oh. on her. Yeah. No, no. I will I cry. Definitely would not want to do that. No, because I've had her since 2005. <laughs> oh my. And well, I she was one of my like the first character, pretty much. So and yeah, I mean, so obviously she's been around for a hell of a long time. She has seen it all. She has seen a lot of changes. So one thing I do know about patches and expansions is don't get into too much of a twist before it actually hits. Which, and again, you know, as soon as you say that, what have we been doing? Yeah, we're getting, we're twitching like we're on something, I know. But, I mean, it's it's just... Is, again, is it just me? Because I, it's one of those things where it's like, I remember when Burning Crusade came out. I didn't twitch that much. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. I remember when, yeah, I remember when Wrath came out. I didn't twitch that much. When when, when Wrath came out, I was happy as a clam, you know? <laughs> yeah. This, it's kind of like, oh, good lord. Yeah. I mean, I, I, all we can really do is wait and see when it actually hits. When you actually get it and you actually play the game and see what's what, then you can decide if you like it or not. Unfortunately, by that point, you've already spent your money. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like it, well... They've got your money. <laughs> they got your money. What do they care? Um, I mean, basically, though, what I think I am going to do is hold off buying it and get an over... Uh, poll the peeps. Because I know there are going to be people rushing out to get oh, yeah, right away. To get it right away and, you know, let them play test it, if you basically. will. Basically. 
and go, well, what do you think of it? Because there's going to be a lot in-game they can't help. They're going to have to do it. Not everyone's going to buy the expansion immediately, and they can't count on that. So they, I heard they are going to do things where you can still, for instance, um, the whole new race class thing that they're going to do, like Undead Hunters and mm. Torn Pallies. Without the expansion, you will be able to do that. It's actually going to be showing up right before the Cata release in a patch. We don't know when, but Rumor Control has it. It's coming in a patch, and it's going to be another probably huge one. Yeah. That, you know, so regular players can do that. What you won't be able to do is the Goblins. You won't be able to do the Worgens. A lot of instances, I'm sure you're not going to be able to touch. You know, all that sort of thing. You, you will be able to experience some of it. Yeah. And maybe based on that, you can decide, hey, you know what? This does look like fun. I will get Kata. Or not. Yeah. It's up to you. Those who are, who have played the beta and are loving it, good. I hope it's good. It's like, <laughs> you, you know, we don't want it to be bad. This is why we're getting in a twist. We don't want it to be a bad thing. We want it to be good. And be exciting and fun and engaging. What we think it's going to be, a prediction, is pretty much, you know... Spit on a turd. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say polished turd, but yeah. All right, then we'll use that. <laughs> but well, I, the only reason I say polished turd is because there's a lot of stuff that looks really nice, but underneath it, it's still a pile of mm. crap. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's a, it's a wait and see, and I also think, just in general, people who have played this game for six years are tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That I also think is contributing to this because think when Burning Crusade hit, the game was what two years old, three years old. Two yeah, when Wrath hit, it was you know four years old. Now it's six years. I mean, because Wrath's been out for two years now. Now it's six years old. Do anything for six years, and it can get a little boring, no matter what you do to it. Absolutely. And I think that may also be a contributing factor to this, which is why I said earlier, I think we're starting to see the the beginning of the decline. People are getting burned out. They're getting yeah. burned out. No matter how much you love the game, no matter, and I know we even have an email about this, people who have burnt out, but they don't want to leave because of the, the friendships they've made, like in Off the Air. Yeah. You know, we don't want to break away, but we're so sick of this game. You know, kind of yeah. We're just like, you know, I know I've gone in and I've stood in Orgamar, stood, doing nothing, not even fishing, stood there and talked to people in Guild Chat, and that's all I've done. And then I leave. Yeah. You know, because it's like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to quest with my higher levels. I sure as hell don't want to level a new one. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and I'm right there with you. I mean, after a while, it's kind of like, all right, I've seen this before. And I know a lot of people are kind of like, Especially when the patch came out. Their mm -hmm. big thing was, well, now you can, you know, fix all your characters and do this, that, or the other thing. And you can, you know, try some of the new stuff. And I don't want to try the new stuff. I don't yeah, want to try I, the new stuff, yeah. And maybe this, and I have to fully admit here, maybe this is me being probably a little bit childish or whatever. But there's a side of me where it's kind of like, I want something new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And wow... WoW has kind of hit the point where it's like, I've seen this before, I've done it before, I've done it many times before with multiple different characters. 
I've yeah. seen both sides. I haven't gotten to max level with both sides, but I don't think that's necessary. So, yeah, I think it's just hit that point with a lot of people. Like you said, I've seen it all. I've done it all. In however many forms you have presented it, I just think people are hitting that point where they want something different. Completely different. Yeah. They, they don't want to know what's behind every corner anymore. And I have kind of, I have kind of jokingly said at one point, I'm surprised they didn't just come up with an entirely new game, considering how much that they are changing of WoW. Mm-hmm. Until, once again, it was Good News Anda, gently mm-hmm. pointed out that it's actually cheaper for them to do this mm-hmm. than buy whole new servers, whole new things to host an entirely new game. Very good point, Anda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn you with point. your logic. Yeah, but uh, again, he's absolutely right. You know, the infrastructure and everything is here in this game. And I'm betting they're really hoping it's going to breathe new life in, and I bet it will for a limited period of time. Yeah. Yeah. It will. For a year. I give it a year. This time next year, I think you're going to find people kind of back where they were. Yeah. I'm wondering at what point Blizzard starts decommissioning servers. I don't know. Given that they have 12 million players. Don't know about that number. I mean, that's from them. Yeah. I don't trust them. I'm sorry. I don't trust them. 12 million, my ass. Prove it. Anyway. Now, they say 12 million players. Is that 12 million active players? Yeah. Or 12 million accounts? That I don't know. I and honestly do they consider don't know. a trial in that 12 million? I'm sure they do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry about the keystroke thing, because uh, I just I decided to do it while we were talking. I went ahead and logged into WoW. Mm-hmm. Oh. Queued up Thunder for a random. Guess which one? Headless Horseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got the mask. <laughs> you did! <laughs> awesome! So Sweet! Got... So you got it then. Yeah, and the nice thing is is that I got the purple dragon. It's pink. It's not violet. <laughs> it's pink. But mounted it up, and as Blizzard promised, as soon as you got on him, it says, Bing, you have learned... Level 375 flying, the master flying. Mm-hmm. So I landed on the dragon, I hopped on Onyx. Onyx, mount speed, 310. Ooh. Yes. Nice. You know, hey. once again, it doesn't matter which mount, I am riding Onyx. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your roving reporter for FTH Radio News. I am here in the FTH Radio bunker with the renowned master of mods, Grandmaster Z, uh, who has proposed a very interesting idea of how to deal with the rabid mod threat. Please take it, Mr. Z. Well, I think first what you what you need to understand is that the mods for a long time have not had a land of their own. So naturally, all this time that they've been bottled up, that that the they've taken the the opportunity of this cataclysm that's coming to rise in insurrection against us. So what I'm proposing is a somewhat radical idea of why don't we take all the mods and we can put them on a self-contained island. Uh, say, Darnassus, uh, and uh, then they can have that land of their own, and we can go about our merry little business without having to worry about it. Frank, can you hear me back? I'm hearing a lot of knock. I'm hearing a lot of beating on the door. Oh, my God, they got in. Quick, push the gnomes in front of them. We have to get out of here. Okay, Mr. Z, we have to get out. And now it's time for the... Reading of the email. We have an email from Lockjaw. 
Who says good day to you? Lockjaw here. I was listening to old podcast. I'm listening to number nine. Oh, God. Where you go off about your pink paladin. Anyway, just heard you talk about Boiling Blood Quest, and it reminded me that I'm going to email you about this. I have been leveling my Death Knight Abandonment for the past few days. While I was trying to get out of Hellfire Peninsula, I came across the quest. Yes, the infamous Boiling Blood. Let me tell you, they have definitely raised the drop rate since you did it, or did something. Yes, they did. Oh my god, they did. Bastards. But you're, you're not at all bitter about it. Not, no. Not in the slightest. No, not at all. I am I delighted. I'm... You rejoice in the fact that so many have it so much easier than you did. Absolutely. You, you breathe a sigh of relief and, and um, <laughs> thoroughly enjoy the fact that hundreds and hundreds of people are getting, getting through it without... Uh, without Without three hours of grinding, absolutely. And I know Big V will be in on with me on this one as well. He too will just be rejoicing to all the new players out there who do not have to do the boiling blood that we knew so many years ago. I can hear the joy in your voice. Yes. Locke continues. <laughs> As a blood death knight, I find my strength lies in killing about four to five, six mobs at once. I'm not sure if that had anything to do with it, but once I got into the area where I had to kill stuff, I had all the vials of blood within ten minutes. <clears throat> Joy. Joy. That was while I was competing with a level 65 cat druid for kills. <clears throat> Anyway, once I got the vials and put them in the pot, the mobs that pop up were neutral to me. Or so I was able to do two or three at a time. That actually was normal. And then death and decay and boil blood them all down. Overall, the quest took me about 15 to 20 minutes. This got me wondering because I heard you and Big V talking about how long and difficult it was. Don't you love how Blizzard seems to nerf quests after you do them? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. I, again, joy. Just celebration bursting here on my happiness. End. Yes, you, you. If you could see my face right now, you would know the joy I feel. Anyway, he can. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> Uh, anyway, if this is in time for the next show, it is, I would like to make a shout-out to Anda. He helped me get a quest in Dalaran once I hit 65, then helped me with the Ring of Blood quests. And now I am holding a shiny new horned Void Axe. The thing looks awesome. I unfortunately have a call-out. Remember the first email I sent in calling out a guy who actually followed me into my realm just to bug me? Yes, I do remember that. Happened again. This time I got his name and would like to let all the listeners now hear of his ass-pipeness. Hokey Rogue from the Argent Dawn server. He somehow got the idea I was an idiot on the battlegrounds while on my hunter, Lockjawed. After the battleground, I got a whisper from a level 1 orc named Habu. Apparently, he made a character on Mandaron just to continue with immature comments. I put him on my ignored list and thought it over. And then I got a whisper from another character saying Habu asked him to send me a message. So, unfortunately, a call out to Hokey Rogue from the Argent Dawn server. Next, a mass shout out to all of you who have anything to do with the creation of For the Horde Radio. It is the most entertaining thing I've ever heard. 
And a shout out to you and whoever of you had a hand in this for creating the guild where all these nice people can come together. Now I'm going to go back to try and get this jellyfish out of my ass. Your resident alcoholic, <laughs> abandonment, locked jaw, locked jawed, locked jaw, gyred, altaholic, erethos, dalen, gorin, Arda oh, screw it. You know what? Screw you and your alts, okay? <laughs> Uh, no, you're not getting better. You're not. No. No, you have a problem. I think the oh, name... It's... Yes. It says he's getting better. It says that right there. In yes. I'm getting better. I really am. He no. says it himself. He says it himself. No, he's not. No. When you have a character named Altaholic, i.e. this also goes to you, Steve, who also has a character named Altaholic, <laughs> just spelled slightly differently, um, the two of you have an issue. And we are going to hold an intervention. I swear I'm going to do it. Well, it was an abbreviated list this time, at least. Yes, at least. Yeah, well, he has etc. after... Uh, oh, God. But thank you, Locke, for sending in your email. I uh, thank you. That, And I'm glad you finally at least were able to let us know the idiot who... Who has time? <laughs> I swear to God. Who has... It's a class. I've decided this. I've figured it out. You have? Okay, good. Okie rogue. Hokey Rogue, Hoopoo, or whatever the first level thing that he, that he rolls up and decides to uh, chime in. It's a class that's, that's, um, that's uh, relatively unknown in World of Warcraft, but they join it voluntarily. And the class is called Grubworm. <laughs> it's the Grubworm class. I like and you should pay about as much attention to, to Hokey Rogue and his like as, as you would to a Grubworm um, when they start uh, cheaping and peeping in with their silly, stupid annoying stuff what he done to you yes well i, I agree i like that grubworm but a call out to hokey rogue of the grub, uh, grubworm class uh, for being such a such a, a little um grubworm yes our next email is is actually not exactly an email it's more of a, a commercial hello friends are you tired of the same old raid food or just want to get a better deal for your gold? Well, then I have a place for you. Now open in Silvermoon City is the new Larthazan's Cafe. We have all the old traditional food you know and love, but we are adding new recipes all the time. We even cater to those with exotic tastes. We have night elven lean cuts for those who want to watch their waistlines. We have human stew, drain eye stir fry, dwarf sirloin, tenderloin and steak and we have wargon steak and we do have no meat but sadly the only ones able to eat it is hunter pets we also have orc steak troll tenderloin blood elven meat for those who want their cuts gangly and tough we do have undead meat but uh, really there's not much meat there but our best seller are torin meat we have all the best sirloin tenderloin and steak marinated in some of the best wines and beers in azeroth we have Torin fresh off the barbie, and if anyone ever tells you Torin is tough and not easy to work with, well, send them by, and we will change their opinion. We can have that food out to you if you can't come in. We have a mage that will bring it to you for a small portal stone fee. And, because we care about you, we only get the finest meats for your meals. That is, we only shop at Thunder Meats, the finest butcher shop in all of Azeroth. Oh, and if someone brings the carcass of Big V... Well, sorry, the best cuts from that go to Auntie Ed. <laughs> and, and now a word from my sister. Ooh, it's a sister. Hello, 
This is Ralvina, the head waitress of Larthazan's Cafe. If you know a poor out-of-work mage, have them send a resume to us. We are in need of them to help fill orders to go. We can portal that epic food, uh, raid food, out to you as soon as possible. We even bring you a table, and we do it. Uh, and we do have mana strudel, so place an order or just come by and bring your friends to Larthazan's Cafe. <laughs> that was cute. Thank you, Lars, for sending that in. <laughs> it was different. It's a little bit disturbing to think that there's no one there that can go shopping at the Larthazan Cafe or sit down for a meal and not have one of their own race sitting on a table next to them <laughs> on somebody else's <laughs> It's it diverse. No one was left out there. No I one. Think. No, I, I think he covered everybody. That's awesome. <laughs> and if you're willing to go someplace, sit down and have a meat meal where somebody else is eating someone of your own, it's, it's up to you. I, yeah. None of my business. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sending that in. Hi, I think. <laughs> we have an email from Lumi. Who writes in, Dear Auntie Ed, GMZ, Thunder, the Bunny Slaughterer, TM, <laughs> trademark. That stands for Torin Moo. <laughs> and some undead dude no one hears from anymore. This is really odd for me to be writing into a pod that I only listen to when you're recording it live. Let me tell you, it's a treat to hear all the bloopers and other antics that end up on the editing floor firsthand. I also apologize for Thunder being a lore whore, too. Anyway, I had to share an experience with two OTA guildies during Brewfest that I thought you might find funny. Slurg and Zathara were online the night of day three of Brewfest. I brought on Lumi, who's my achievement whore, to get the achievement for my nifty Violet Proto-Drake. I made the unfortunate announcement in guild chat that I was heading over to Org to do Brewfest stuff since I've never done this achievement on my tunes. I had no clue what to do or expect. Slurg and Zathara were already there and they piped up in guild chat, will help. I thought they were just being nice. Plus, I really like running with them. So I joined a group with them and Slurg said, we'll help you get drunk, Lumi. In game and in real life, I'm not a big drinker. However, when I do drink, I have a very high tolerance. Please keep this in mind as we continue. So Slurg opens up a trade window and gives me a crap ton of food. Eat this, he says. Okay, why? You need it for the achievement. So I start eating the food. And then he adds, plus you'll need all the food in your belly for what we're going to do next. Huh? Okay, whatever. I keep munching all the pretzels, cheese, sausage, entrails, stomachs, and whatever else in the Brewfest Fair. And ding! I get an achievement for sampling all the food. Woot! Yay me. Slurg then opens a trade chat window and gives me a crap ton of booze. Drink it all! Chug it! Okay. So I start drinking all the booze he's given me, and lo and behold, ding! I get another achievement. Sweet! Slurg and Zathra cheer me. I feel loved. To Thunderbluff! Zathra cries. I ignore her because I was chasing around little warper tingers that popped up all over the place trying to catch them with a net. These little pesky buggers are quick, especially when you're drunk. Slurg says, come on, Lumi, we're going to Thunder Bluff. I said I was catching warper tingers, and he said, oh, proceed. I got my warper tinger, and ding, got another achievement. I'm feeling pretty good right now. You know what, I think it was all that beer you were having there, Lumi, that was making you feel good. I got it. Anyway. I, the thought <laughs> crossed my mind as well. <laughs> 
Next one we're getting is the green beer stein. Ding! Got another achievement. Awesome, tastic, free beer. So now I got hunting purple elks in Thunderbluff, Undercity, and Silver Moon. I asked about it and Slurk said, keep drinking! So I keep filling the beer stein and drinking, and Zathra and Slurk were doing the same thing. They kept puking. I did not. Come on, keep drinking! You're not drinking enough, he says. So I keep drinking. My two teammates keep puking, and I just keep drinking. Finally, I puke! Huzzah! Remember, I said I had a high tolerance. I must have it in game, too. To Thunder Bluff! Zathra cries, and she opens a portal. So we go. We're at the top of the elevators in Mulgor, looking down at the carts and vendors below. I am not fond of heights, so I'm not liking being this close to the edge. And everything was so fuzzy on the screen to boot. Okay, now jump! Slurk says. What? WTF? Just jump and aim for the vendor cart, Zathra says. Uh, why am I jumping? It's fun, you'll see, Slurk says. Hmm, okay, so I jump, and I die. Found out I wasn't smashed. I was just drunk. So I res, Zathra jumps, dies. I res her, we both heal up and head back on top. Aim for the vendor card, Zathra says. Slurk opens up a new trade chat, hands me more booze. I drink more booze and more booze and more booze. Out of a stack of 18 mutters milk, I had three left before I became smashed and puked. So I jump again, and I die. And a troll laughs at me. I'm not feeling too good anymore. So I go back into guild chat. What's the deal with this jumping while drunk thing, I ask, while I'm trying to get smashed again? Meanwhile, Zathra and Slurg are constantly puking their guts out. And I just keep feeling my beer stein and drinking. After like five minutes, I finally puke. During this time, good old news Anda says, <laughs> Go to chat and jump. So it's like the going down achievement, I say? Yep. So we get more booze, go to chat. After I get the purple elks, I ride quite awkwardly to the top of the scryer's tier. I drink, and finally I jump. I don't die. Bonus, and ding! Woot, I got the achievement. Sweet! You know, stop me if I'm wrong here. Call me a crazy angry dwarf, but this does not sound like a good time to me. <laughs> <laughs> Think hard about it. Yeah, receive an invitation in the mail that says, Come join us for an evening of non-stop vomiting and leaping to your death. <laughs> That's something I'd jump at the chance to do, but uh, apparently I had to be there, I suppose. Yes, you did, yes. I may be looking at it the wrong way, but uh, I'll listen some more. Here we okay. Uh, we go to Tiraspal and Silvermoon and get the Elks. We go back to Org, turn in everything, and the Dark Iron Dwarves come back, so I'm drinking and chucking things at them. This continues, and eventually they all head out for the night, and so do I. Ah, good days. Only two deaths that evening. Point of this email... To send a shout-out to Zathra and her other half-slurg for making my day a little brighter. It's not often you can take a virgin, broob-fest person and drag them around and have them trust you as Lumi did. It just goes to show that Off the Air is made up of a good bunch of people willing to get you shit-faced drunk and drag you off cliffs, run instances, and generally chat and have a good time with. Not to mention dancing naked in purple hats, too. I have no real snazzy closing line. Luminella of Mandaron. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Excellent. Lovely recap. I love it. That I actually like Brewfest. And that was so awesome of Zathra and Slurg to drag you around doing it. It's it's actually not a bad one. For Brewfest, Brewfest is not a bad uh, uh, holiday out there. But uh, takes us back, way back, a month back uh, to that, because now we're in Hollow's End. But thank you for sending in the recap. That was awesome. Aye, thank you. 
Anytime you hear a Brewfest story and I did this and I did that and thereby hangs a tail, well, there was the tail. There it is. You got it. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Next up, Shishka Bobby. Greetings to all the members of For the Horde Radio, and that includes you, Angry Dwarf. Well, thank you. This is soon to be Shishka Bobby, your other undead warlock. I have not played in some time, and I have not transferred due to having very little money, but it looks like the month of October is the month. If all goes well, I will be moving to the Madaran server in sometime in October. I also want to apologize to Angry Dwarf for not putting him in my last email, and I will accept any punishment you see fit. Apology accepted, Shishka Bobby. And my punishment is that you take a mouthful of water, and you sit down next to your best friend, and he takes a mouthful of water, or she. Uh, face forward, don't look at each other. Count down with your fingers, five, four, three, two, one, then look at each other. We'll see. <laughs> well, maybe not any. I may be undead, but there are some things I just won't do. I have an idea for a fuck-nugget uh, weapon. Not a wagon, a weapon. Big difference. He has an idea for a fuck-nugget weapon. It should be a weapon that only rogues can use, for they would get the best use out of a weapon called the fuck-nugget. I could agree with that, just from the sound of it. I have a question. When Cataclysm comes out, how will they deal with new Death Knights with the Lich King kind of dead, uh, changed? This has been your other undead warlock, for the Horde. Shishka Bobby. What, 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 what was the idea for the weapon? What's, what's the fuck nugget? I think the idea is just that a weapon called fuck nugget. I see, and in the hands of a rogue, and we're supposed to use our imaginations. I guess so, because... Ooh, that's pretty effective, actually. <laughs> he doesn't need to give a description. I, I think anything anybody could think of uh, would be worse would than be anything, worse than anything. Right exactly. Oh, my goodness. Well done, Shushkevali. <laughs> well, I have seen you in the guild list, so I'm glad you were able to come over. Uh, regarding how they're going to deal with new Death Knights, I don't think they're going to, like, it's going to be one of those, you know, look the other way and whistle, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, we know that, like, it's supposed to be, it's, like, still Earth is here, but pretend he's not. <laughs> I mean, I can be totally pretend he's not. Um, so, I don't know how that's going to work, to be honest with you. I mean, technically, even right now, if you, on, on servers, if a, a guild has taken down... The Lich King, you see that it's swapped up. The Lich King isn't Arthas anymore, he's somebody else. Ooh, spoiler. Uh, like anybody else hasn't seen that video. But, and but of course, if you roll a new Death Knight, there's Arthas and his fat ass standing there. So, <laughs> I don't think they're going to change anything. I think they're just going to put blinders on and go, well, it's technically the Lich King. You have to kind of go through all this, because if you don't, then you'll never get to the, you know, the end where the world is saved. I don't, honestly, I don't know what the hell they did. Um, and, if, and if somebody presses the point uh, in-game as a character or as a player or whatever, uh, all the NPCs in the surrounding area just stick their fingers in their ears and go, la, 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 yeah, right. Um, so, I don't know what they're going to do, Kamkata, with that. Uh, if they're going to change that up or just kind of leave it as is and say, oh, well, use your imagination and pretend. So we'll find out soon enough. But thank you so much for sending in your email and for joining off the air. I hope you. Uh, I hope to run into you in game soon. We have an email from Lamet, who says, "Hey, Auntie Ed, Big V, Angry Dwarf, Thunderstep, Grandmaster Z, and anyone else you have there." Well, that's Hello. about. That's about everybody. Hi. I'm Lamet, pronounced like vomit, but an L instead of a V. 
Lots of people getting sick in this uh, batch of emails. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we have a theme from the Shadow Moon server. I just wanted to say, love the show. I just finished listening to your last show, and Big V said that someone should make a guild named Crew of Bob. I went and did. <laughs> I would also like to give a shout-out to Pixie of Death. She has helped me and many people she comes across. I hope you keep the show going forever. Thanks, Lamet. I love that you made a freaking guild called Crew of Bob. Well, you knew it was going to happen. Oh, that's awesome. You knew it was going to happen. That actually. is so freaking awesome. That Is it as predicted a one person? That, or am I remembering that wrong? I thought it was uh, predicted to be... One person in the guild. I don't know. Uh, I think the point of it was that it was simply Bob. It was just Bob. Uh, <laughs> but thank you for writing it and for making... There you go. In honor of Big V, crew of Bob. Aye, very appreciated. Mostly by the people that have to read the name of the guild. Yes, exactly. S simple, quick. All right, uh, what have we here next? This from Zadafui. Fui. <laughs> Hello, Auntie Ed, Big V, and whoever the hell might be reading emails. Well, that's me. That's uh, 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 Mr. Angry Dwarf, whoever the hell. That's my last name. That's right. Dwarf, whoever the hell. I'm, I'm, I'm joking with you. I'm having a good time. Let, let, let's continue with it. Here it is. This is Zadafui, pronounced just as it's spelled. And I am a first-time emailer, long-time listener. And I have decided to write in with a huge rant. Good. Rants are fun. Okay, so before I start, I just want to say, spoiler alert, so those who don't want to know what happens in Kata, plug your ears, close your eyes, turn off your iPods, walk up a cliff and sing, 100 bottles appear on the wall 38 times. Anyway, for the four of you still listening, I have a question. What is it with small people and blowing their homes up? I mean, it's a valid point, really, it is. I mean, I come on, the, I come on, the goblins blew two islands and the gnomes nuked their city. Twice. Actually, now that I think of it, the goblins and the gnomes have a lot alike. I mean, they're both small, and while the goblins are green all the time, the gnomes only grow glee. Grow, grow, try that. <laughs> while the goblins are green all the time, the gnomes only glow green in the, in the dark. It's a side effect of the radiation. Not to mention they invent cool stuff that eventually ends up with a kaboom. Anyway, would love to hear your thoughts on this. And by the way, this isn't actually an email from whatever the hell that was above. <clears throat> I face-rolled on my keyboard like I did for my death night. This is a who-the-hell-am-I email. Ah, a challenge, I see. It's built in. See if you can guess. And I can't wait till the next episode with great expectations. Zadafui. Well, thank you for sending in your email. I don't know what's up with small people blowing up their homes. I think I think it's pretty much the, the, the punishment that they deserve for being. I uh, think it's the punishment they deserve too. I mean, it's I, it's when you're the punishing yourself like that. Um, you know, you, just you, you blowing can expect up. your city to blow up, whether you put plant explosives or not. It's just uh, it's just a thing that you can expect. Whether you're a gnome or a goblin, it's uh, it's uh, the punisher the punishment that. Uh, that you uh, should expect. It, it is. Playing around with things like that and being so stupid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, but thank you for, for pointing that out. I'm sure. Aye, and thank you for the challenge and mystery of yes. finding out who the hell this is. Dad, uh, I, I can't imagine, um, you know, maybe I should punish myself. Uh, I think we should all the punish ourselves. Yes, because I can't figure out who this could be. I can't. But, you know, I, I, you know, I heard a funny thing. Um, 
excuse me. I got a I got a cloth over here. I got to wipe up some of this irony that's dripping all over my head. <laughs> but thank you for sending in your email. Aye, many thanks. Oh, we have a spiffy email here. I'm going to read it. Shall I read it? I'm going to read it. How much spiff is there? Maybe I want to read it. No, I want to read it. I'm going to read it. Um, this is an email. It says, I must say, learn your anime first before you say an N is silent. I am Ten Zazen Getsu. And if you want bleach in Japanese, the N isn't silent, but enough of that. Erendron was so called a fuck nugget, he tried rolling on a fist weapon that is a rogue or enchantment shaman weapon. It has no agility or any or stat, you can look the weapon up yourself. Black bruise. What pisses me off is hunt tards not knowing their class. I mean, come on, chance on hit to cause neurotic damage. He wants to QQ about loot. He has one loot and thought he was entitled to more loot. We have and always will run one epic a person. You have to give everyone else a chance and not be a loot whore. But enough anyways, he wanted his two minutes of fame and you gave it to him. And even though you bashed me without all your facts, I must say thanks for the mention of my guild members and myself got quite a laugh. Well, tens. May I call you tens? <laughs> I will. Uh, first, to be fair, that now those of you may or may not remember, we did have an email last show. Uh, you may remember this only because Big V, v wouldn't shut up um, about the anime names. And this was from Aaron Drawn, who did have a complaint against Tens and said that he couldn't roll on this particular weapon. Well, I did put it before the WoW Council. And Tens, they did agree that the Black Bruise is not for hunters. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's really not a hunter weapon. Although, as the running joke goes throughout WoW, hunters want frickin' everything. Fair enough. Now that I have received your email, because we wanted to give equal time here, and you had a point. You're right, it's not for hunters. It is uh, probably more of a rogue weapon, as you pointed out. Many people did say, agree with your point on that. And you're right, I didn't research because I'm not a journalist. You see, I don't, like, hunt down. We do take our emails at very face value. We read them as is. And yes, we comment as we find. Can't believe anyone would have such an issue with you. I really can't. Because you obviously come across as such a warm, fuzzy, glowing individual. And, you know, I can't see why anybody in the game would call you out at all. Moving on. Moving on. What do we have here? Well, it's from Darta. And it reads as thus. Dear Auntie Ed, Thunderstep, Angry Dwarf, Big V, and everyone else that I had forgotten. Aloha. This is Darta. I would like to say that I never laughed so hard in my life than when I listened to episode 48. The way y'all butchered Ten's name was beyond hilarious. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Unfortunately, he comes from my main server. Not all of us, Feathermooners, are like this, I mind you. I would like to make an announcement that the memorial that we held in honor of my late fiancé and guildmaster, Baboos, went very well. There was a very good turnout, both Horde and Alliance. He was a very special and very silly guy. He made friends everywhere he went. The Alliance admired him, for he did not back down from a PvP battle no matter what. God forbid he ever blue-flagged when he engaged in a fight. His home that he chose to protect was his beloved crossroads, though he did protect other places. He firmly believed that a low level should never turn in a quest to a corpse, 
and to his dying day his hearth remained at the crossroads. Still is, in fact. I would like to make a shout-out to all of his friends, whether they came to the memorial or not, horde and alliance alike, in game and in real life. He will be sorely missed, both on game and in real life. In his hometown, he made a big impact with his kind, gentle, and sometimes silly words. He made a very big impact on my daughter. I secretly think she fell in love with baboos more than me, and not in the creepy way either. She thought of baboos as daddy. The biggest impact he had was on the game, for people around the world got to know my baboos and found out how special he really was. True to his druid tune, he was the biggest teddy bear of them all. Time is short, and his was shorter. But we all will never forget baboos of Dressed to Kill. By the way, he chose baboos for his druid for the simple fact that when his tune was in the lowest levels, he got the forms mixed up. Trust me, that is very easy to do. Baboos is Hawaiian for stupid or idiot. Well, I've taken up enough of your email time. Mahalo, which is thank you in uh, in Hawaiian. And save the bunnies from slaughter, or in the words of baboos, I poop on you. <laughs> that's, that's from Ember Flames of the Feather Moon server, new guild mistress of Dress to Kill, also known as Tarta of the Madoran server and off the air. Thank you very, very much. Oh, just gets you right in the heart. It really does. But thank you so much for sending in your email. That is great. You, really, love... were, you, you really were crying. I, I was you... getting all teary. You told me about this email. I and did. Yes, and you're trying to you're trying to make it like you're big big and tough, but you're not. You really. Did oh, I'm a big squishy. That's why I play cloth. I'm a big squishy. I but no, that that was just just such a sweet email. That was excellent. That, and 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 uh, our condolences go out to you. Our condolences go out to you, and it's very good that uh, that you bring out the name of such a fine gentleman, and we're sorry to hear of his loss. But I love the great the, the final words. I poop on you. I love it. That's awesome. So, thank you so much for sending it. And yes, Dartha is part of Off the Air, and has brought over, come to think of it, <laughs> she's brought over Erendron, who has been a lovely addition to Off the Air in the, in the brief meetings we've had. So, uh, you know what? Erendron, <laughs> we'll let you roll in the black bruise, no worry. Moving on, but thank you for sending in your email. That was very touching and very sweet. Aye, excellent. We have an email from Torgrim, who says, Dear Eddie Ed and the gang at For the Horde Radio. Sounds like a sitcom. The gang at For the Horde Radio. Come on. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, you can see that. Yeah, the brass instruments all whipping up and going. Exactly. the gang at For the Horde Radio. I was listening to the beginning of episode 48 and my head almost exploded. Oh, dear. Oh, that doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. We failed. <laughs> we failed. We fa- if we're going to have a podcast that makes heads explode, they should actually explode. explode. Almost doesn't count. No. <laughs> I, too, am a gamer of the Atari generation, i.e., I actually owned an original Atari console back when it was the new thing. And I find myself in complete agreement with your feelings about Cataclysm and Blizzard. My WoW guild, the Lords of Riddlin... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God! Oh my god, I have got to find you guys. The Lords of Ritalin on the Exitar server. 
wow, is composed entirely of adults, and we two are bored to tears with wow. Don't get me wrong. I've played WoW since just after the release of Burning Crusade, and for the most part, I've had a great time. But like you said, I've become oversaturated with WoW. My whole guild has. We're dying for the release of BioWare... Bi oops. Release of BioWare's Star Wars, The Old Republic, just so we can do something different. And our buddy over at ActaBlizzard, Bobby Kotick, or bloody Wooddick... <laughs> Wooddick, sorry... I don't know, I think Bloody Wood Dick is, but anyway, whatever his name is, isn't, isn't making anything easier on us, the paying players. The only reason I haven't canceled my WoW account is my guild. We're close, and it's the easiest way we have of staying in touch. We've tried other MMOs, but the general consensus on them is meh. So we're meh about, what is that, Lord of the Rings Online? Aye. We're bored with, wow, City of Heroes has no appeal. Final Fantasy Pie <laughs> looks to be a dud. Oh, that was, that was Roman 14. Yes, I know it was 14, but it might as well be Pie. Aye. <laughs> there just isn't an MMO on the market today that is as good as WoW, but isn't WoW. As paying customers of entertainment, we've kind of stuck right now until someone comes out with an MMO that is a viable alternative. At any rate, lament not alone our dire MMO fortunes. For the lords of Ritalin, weep with thee as well. Torgrim, level 80 troll resto shaman, guild leader of the lords of Ritalin, horde side Exodar server. I, I am very busy even at this moment. I'm I'm firing up the forge because I'm going to make myself a silver belt buckle that says lords of Ritalin. <laughs> I love lords of Ritalin. That is an awesome guild name, by the way. Could you tell we were, like, enjoying the hell out of that? Like <laughs> but, yeah, um... And I actually, we have a couple of emails for, that we'll get to where they don't agree with that. But obviously, you you kind of are in the same boat that we are. It's like, is there a game that's WoW that isn't WoW? And for I think for a lot of players who have been around for a while, I mean, either it's it's always the, the case with any new expansion, you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. One of the two. Because there were people who didn't like Burning Crusade. There were people who didn't like Wrath of the Lich King. And you're going to have people who don't like Kata. But we'll, well see. It's a challenge. It is a challenge. And, you know... We'll just see kind of what happens, but I know the feeling because I know there's a couple of people in off the air kind of in the same boat. We have talked about this on other shows where it's it's losing its its oomph for us, and but we don't want to leave the game because, like you said, it's the only place to meet you know where all your friends are. <laughs> and I got Angry Dwarf has pictures of Auntie Ed in, from 2005, from the I year know. 2005 when uh, she was playing this game. I know, right? scary but if i freaking here so my god so it's a, it's a it's a good long time to be a part of any environment and uh, as much as it changes it, it sometimes it just can't change enough it's it's 5 years i mean for me personally it's been 5 years i know there are players in game even longer than that hi you know who were there at the very beginning of day 1 they've been in game so i've been in this game for a long time and i know a lot of people have and it just kind of loses its luster. So, And I know we're kind of in the same boat. It's like, well, we don't want to lose the friendships we've made because of WoW. But we don't know kind of where to go to. <laughs> Nobody, I mean, because we've actually discussed this. It's like, you know, anybody have a suggestion? Maybe try something else? And some people are like, no, I'm really happy with WoW. And other people are going, eh, you know, I'm, I'm indifferent. And I'm, you know, so we're i can't imagine it's just the lords of ritalin and off the air having this trouble i bet there are a couple other guilds out there in the same boat 
So if we hear of a game that's not WoW but is WoW, we'll let you know. So thank you. Thank you very much, Torgrim. Thank you for writing in your email. Commiseration is appreciated in any form. Uh, aye, what's next? Oh, from Darfo. Before this starts, I want to say I have been on a kick and have watched most of the A-Team episodes in a span of a few days. That's very dangerous to do for your mind. Just saying. And then I got this idea, and the more I thought about it, the better the idea sounded. And scarily enough, I already have a few things set up. Oh, I see. There was a dot missing. It fell off the page. <laughs> Think of this as a dungeon crawl group, but I do not know what instance to have them go through first. Well, it's Ali's side, so I'm thinking dead minds. This is all written from the point of view of Darfo, and then goes into, uh, think of it like a flashback, where he's talking to or fight alongside of his friends. In the weeks following the Lich King fall, five heroes of the Alliance were wrongly accused of attempting to overthrow the King of Stormwind. These five promptly overpowered the guards of the stockades and escaped. Now they survive as, freelance, as a freelance squad that goes after the biggest crime lords in Azeroth. Rumor has it that they are currently in Dalaran. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire Team Shortbus. Cue the A-Team music. <gasps> that from Darfo. Well, yes, Darfo actually sent in a script to go with this. Unfortunately, Darfo, it is a huge script. It is. It would be the show. It is massively long, but it was it's a lot of fun. Um, but it is... <laughs> What we have here is what's known as the elevator pitch. This is the elevator pitch. That's right. Uh, you so, get into the top floor with the producer, and you hit the uh, you hit lobby, and you've got to be able to sell them on the show before the doors open on the elevator. That's your elevator pitch, and it's a good one. And it's a very good one. And uh, I personally, I think you should take it and put it to audio or put it to video, if you if you have the capability. I mean, audio you definitely can do. Video a little trickier, but I definitely think uh, that you should try it. You know, do it yourself because I think it'd be hysterical. It'd be great. Did an excellent job, but it's just too long to read on the show, unfortunately, Darfo. But we thank you for doing it up and sending it in. And hey, guys, great elevator pitch. I think uh, we should encourage our buddy Darfo here to like take it the next step and go hey, for it. Careful with the copyright laws. Careful with those copyright laws. But other than that, <laughs> cough, cough. Uh, other than that. <laughs> I, I definitely think you should uh, should go for it yourself. I say you put it to, to the soundtrack. But thank you for writing and, and sending all that into us. It's awesome. <laughs> we have an email from Bazan who says, Greetings to the Angry Dwarfs and all oh. the other Angry Dwarfs podcast. Hey, <laughs> Auntie Ed, uh, hold all my calls and cancel my meetings for this afternoon. I'm, uh, I'm going to go uh, golfing in my swimming pool at the back of my limousine. <clears throat> As you well may know, <laughs> I need I needed the moment to you give needed the, the moment. moment. Okay, <laughs> okay. As you well know by now, Blizzard has set a release date for Cata, and probably like others who do keep up on the expansion, I am filling my pants with various bodily functions. You. <gasps> <Ew. laughs> okay, putting that vision aside. Does this scream, don't miss the Winter Veil's rush to anyone else? Given all the stuff they've taken out and currently still trying to get right, this seems like a huge shitstorm in the making. I would much rather wait a few months and have a great expansion than get a, I think, fuck nugget is the word I'm looking for? Blizzard should see this too. 
If I was a company like Blizzard, I would much rather be known for delays than for bad games. One last thing before I close out. I play on an RP server, and it saddens me to hear that you've tried it out and have never seen any RP worthwhile. I gladly offer my services to For the Horde to help them experience RP that doesn't involve Arthas' long-lost half-tracking brother or demon vampire kitty girls. Keep up the awesome show and tell Big V to stop making up this real-life excuse and come back. And it's from Bazan, the troll with shoal, shoal? <laughs> the troll with soul, AD Troll Hunter, and Gargoo, Master Fluid Healing Druid. 71 to Orin. Yeah, I'm with you on that boat. I said it, and again, we have people, uh, we have emails that have other opinions, but I think they're rushing it too. Right. Uh, just my opinion. And they have, now, many moons ago, they have held off. And said, you know what? We're not ready. We're going to give it another month. Uh, they did that with Burning Crusade. I remember they were supposed to come out in December, and December came, and they said, nope, January. Hey. Well, it many was moons fine. Ago, many moons ago, they were still Blizzard. Yeah, and the problem is they're not really Blizzard anymore. Um, Aye, thereby hangs a tale that's already been told here. So. Yeah, and we're not going to go into that again, but I'm totally with you, and I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. However, having viewed this last patch, uh, my hopes aren't swelling, let's just say. And and if you're really interested in demon vampire kitty girls, just go to DragonCon. <laughs> you can't swat, you can't swing a a, a, a a convention badge on a on a lanyard without hitting one. <laughs> Yes, but thank you. Yes, thank you for the offer on the RP server because, yeah, I haven't – the RP I've experienced on the WoW RP servers has been frightening at best, and I don't mean it in a good way. So anyway, <laughs> thank you for sending in your email, and uh, we'll tell Big V to stop the real-life stuff. Hey, thank you, Bazan. Ah, oh, it's my turn. Is it my turn? Yes, it is. It is. It uh, is. This from Adonith. Greetings, Auntie Ed and all the guys. I've been a loyal listener for, uh, of your show for over a year now and listened to all the archived shows. I've enjoyed every podcast and agreed with you with what you are saying until now. Oh, dear. The last podcast had me very upset to the point I couldn't listen any longer. That's, uh, that's uh, 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 upsetting to hear. I'm playing the beta and I'm loving every minute of it. Some things are the same, but many are different. And even the ones that are the same have a different twist. I have both Horde characters and Alliance characters, low level, level 80, and level 85. Orgrimmar, sorry, Orgrimmar, and Stormwind have both changed for the better. I can't make up my mind which town I'd rather spend most of my time in, but I'm leaning towards Orgrimmar. My family play Horde and my friends play Alliance, so I see the game from both sides. In the live game, I play a human warlock and a blood elf hunter. I started playing right before the launch of Wrath of the Lich King, so I don't have Vanilla WoW or Warcraft to compare it to. But I've talked to several people who did play during those times. They tell me planes running was taken out because it just didn't work right at the time. I'm sure players complained about the Torin not having mounts because I see it all the time regarding the Worgen. And Worgen don't look so great running at the moment. Having played through both, I feel much more thought was put into creating the Goblin starting quest line than was given to the Worgen starting quest line. 
Blizzard went over the top for questing in Silver Pine Forest, and I recommend everyone complete that zone. The zones for leveling from 80 to 85 were amazing and fun. I guess what I'm saying is Blizzard gave more thought to the Horde than they did to the Alliance for this expansion. But I have no problem leveling either one when Cataclysm comes out. Before you complain about the expansion as a whole, you might try playing it first. However, if you want to complain about some spell going away or something like that, go for it. Looking forward to seeing you in the game, hopefully. Adenith. P.S. I try not to give any spoilers away. Oh, we love spoilers. Spoilers are fine. Spoilers are fine. And no, we haven't played the expansion, although I have heard from people who have um, tried the the beta, who have gotten the beta and canceled their WoW account. <laughs> so I guess there's two sides to everything. Oh, my. Yeah, there have been people who who tried beta and were so not happy with it. Now, like I said earlier, you're either going to love it or you're not. So mm. I'm glad you're loving it. Awesome. And of course, when, you know, try it. My biggest issue is not so much content, because they usually don't have a problem with content, at least in introducing new things. And for a while, yes, with anything, it's new until you've done it all, and then it stops being new. It's that they're rushing. And I'm not, I don't think I'm the only one who's feeling that they're rushing it. Everyone kind of has that notion that they're they're pushing to get this out before it's ready. You even mentioned the Warrior aren't looking so great running. Um, it's like, well, then why aren't they looking great? Why aren't they taking the time? And I think that's what has people more on edge than anything right now is that feeling that you know it it just it's it's a feeling of you're going to screw this up, guys, where it could be an awesome time if you just took a couple extra months with it. You're going to screw it up, and we're going to be stuck in patch hell. I, again, I don't know. I haven't played it because, of course, I wasn't offered a cat a key. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine why. What? I don't know why they wouldn't offer me a cat a key. But anyway, You've got to be kidding me. Don't have I would have thought you'd have been one of the first persons that the Blizzard would, sorry, Act Blizzard would contact. I swear to God, you know, seriously. But I don't have one. Um, so, no, I can only go by, from what I've seen, I've seen a couple of things they've done which look fun. Glad you're having I, a great time with it. <laughs> good. All we can do is wait and see. And obviously you're having a great time with it, so good for you. I hope it, I hope when it comes out, it's as good as you're saying. I, I really try. do. I we really all hope do. that. Yeah, we really do. It's not that we want it to fail. We have too much freaking time invested in this game. We don't want it to fail. But by the same token, we're all a little hesitant about what's to come. So, awesome. Thank you for sending in your email. Glad you liked the show, except for the last one. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and please, give spoilers. Hell, we love spoilers. Hi, thank you, Adonis. We love it. We have an email. <laughs> I haven't gotten one of these in a while. From our buddy Stravaros. Stravaros? Stravos. Stavros. Stavros. I will try to read Stravaros's email. Most happy greetings to you, Edavantes, and to all Horde Radio for People's Collective Hellos, except for Cow, who I say moo. Stavros here. Sent you story of taxi company and ogres, yes? Yes. <laughs> Stavros has problem. He tries to talk to Blizzard. But have you ever tried to talk to Blizzard? They just blow ice in face and somewhere's not so nice. So, <laughs> was Stavros not expect you to fix, maybe Stavros find someone who listen. 
problem is like this. I make talk about thing like problem, so maybe Blizzard C problem. Stavros, one good goddamn taxi driver. He worked very hard learning trick of trade. Driving good. Know where everything is and how chit chat peoples make feel good. When Stravaros learn taxi, he not have to learn one thing like driving goods. He have to learn all three, or nobody's want to drive with Stravaros. How work good driving goods when Stravaros not know where everything is, or chit-chat driver into good tip. Now, if all the taxis have learned all one thing, then go to another. How Stravaros ever going to be best? What I do learn on chit-chat so gets good tip, but no one can drive or finds anything. Maybe learn drive real good, but then no one can find anything, and riders get mad, and no can chit-chat them happy. Bah! It no works at the vanties. Stravaros thinks this is like old country, where Stravaros has to learn what he is told to learn not to know, where Stravaros know he need to know. It seems with Warcraft world, yes? Everyone told to learn all one thing, not learns what they think they needs. Bah! By my uncle's goat, Stravaros speaks. It's crazy world, yes? Your friend, Stravaros. <laughs> oh, we know who sent that in. We're not going to say who it was. But thank you for sending that in. That's awesome. <laughs> I hope you didn't hurt yourself. I hurt myself a little on that. I got to admit. Um, it's a good thing we didn't have you read it because I really would have like, wow. <laughs> But thank you, Stravaros, for sending in your mail of E. And we appreciate it. And we see, you know, uh, if you know what happens in you know. And uh, I, it, uh, it's a good thing that he can learn what he thinks he needs to learn, but uh, and is tired of hearing that uh, that he needs to learn just one thing and not other things. Uh, and I hope he gets a good tip every time. Well, I think what that is referring to is the new talent system. <laughs> Uh, call me crazy, but I think what our buddy Stavros here is referring to is how the new talent system is set up. With it's the new old patch. country strict. Um, we, we have talked about this later in, or rather earlier in the show, so we won't recap it here. But I think that is what's being referred to in this email, in this mail of E. So thank you very Bye. much for sending in your mail of E. I appreciate it. Thank you, Stavros. What next? Next here, what do we have? From Alarian XY. Dear Auntie Ed, Thunder, Grandmaster Z, and Zog. To Big V. Down, Bessie. Hey, guys, Alarian XY. Alarian and the X and Y are said separately. Oh, I did it right. That's because I read ahead. I cheated. Alarian XY here, formerly Alorxy. Same rule. Oh, so oh, I messed that one you up. You screwed it up. <laughs> this, is, this is not as easy as some people might think it is. <laughs> I'm just going to blow past that and say uh, what's written afterwards. I've just wrote in to say thanks for the fun I keep having while listening to you, and thanks for answering my friend Britelf's letter. I brought him and many other people into listening to your show, and they all agree it's the funniest WoW podcast we know, and it even beats the cynical Brit. I also wanted to make a suggestion for the show. I wish you guys would do like a, maybe a video podcast once or a group photo or something because me and my friends want to see what you guys actually look like in real life. No, you no, don't. No, you don't. <laughs> for, no. Example, <laughs> for example, would Thunder look even funnier in real life while running through the jungles naked beating up dinosaurs than he does in the game? I think that would apply to anyone, actually. Does Zog really look like a mindless zombie with his chin hanging off? 
And is Sagan really a girl? Uh, I think she is, actually. Yeah, that's... Yes. Uh, or does Big V have a dead body tattoo? That we can't answer. We don't know that for sure. We just think it would really be neat... We just think it would be really neat for you to do so we can have some faces to go with the voice of a faction. Loktar Ogar, For the Horde, and Gnome Punt. That from Alarian XY. Well, there you have it. That was his suggestion. <clears throat> a live picture. Well, let's see. With th- thund- I think Thunder would question looking... You know, I'm going to ask him. Um, Thunder... <laughs> Do you think you would look even funnier running through naked through jungles beating up dinosaurs? I can't, you know, I'm just going to whip that one out on him out of left field and see what he says. <laughs> and honestly, if you want to see Zog, <laughs> he has YouTube videos out. Yes, he does. That's true. That's true. He has you. Now, you're going to ask me, oh, what are they called? And I have no freaking clue. But somebody found him. I would have to look this up. Mm, try Zog. Try Tai Tai. Try Tai Tai. Wow. Stravos really messed my tongue up. Stavros Stavros broke your he tongue. broke my tongue. Um, he does. Try try searching for Zog and see if anything shows up. But he does actually have uh, YouTube videos out. Um, mm. Does Big V have a dead bunny tattoo? We haven't looked everywhere, so it's possible. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, you have to consider. Imag- imagination is an imp- plays an important part in all the shows. Uh, look at old time radio. Go back and research some of it. Look at look for a star's name. Find a portrait taken of that person and at the time. Never and never like I they know do. <laughs> it'll not look anything like who you think they look like, and you might even be disappointed. Yes. So I mean, let, that happens with DJs a lot. Mm. You see DJs, and then you look at him. He gets every radio station has a website now, and they have pictures of their DJs. And you go, that doesn't look like what you sound like. And believe me, I have run into people who who I've seen real pictures of, and go, really? Make up a face. Make up a face. It'll work fine. Make up a look. Make up a body. Just just put it there. Plug it in. Make that the one that's talking, and it'll work fine. It'll work fine. There's There's a reason some people don't do video podcasts. It's a very old expression. You got a face for radio. Uh, the, the exception, the exception in the whole group is Auntie Ed because she does not have a face for radio. She's got a face for video. She's just not going to do one. And he has to say that. Anywho, uh, no, he doesn't have to say. That. <laughs> Thank you though for sending in your email. Aye. And I love the gnome pun. We <laughs> we have an email from Moonhawk who says, "Hey, Bunny Queen, Auntie Ed, and the rest of the FTH staff. This is Moonhawk sending you a mailhawk." Squawk! With my words of wisdom. <laughs> We're on low budget here for the Horde Radio. We can't afford, like, sound effects or anything anymore. The words of wisdom for this episode is... Go big or go home. Which means that if you are going to do something, do it right and all the way. A little message to Blizzard on my part because of all the changes they've made to Kata, and I don't like it since they're releasing it soon. On another note, I'm not sure I like the new patch, or at least not yet. I don't know how to play my character, or how to respect them, or how to set my skills on the action bar. How do you guys like it? For now, it just pisses me off a little. Guess that's all for now. Kata is coming soon, so all servers are in a panic for the horde, damn it, Moonhawk. Well, I'm not I'm not panicking. Are you panicking? <laughs> I'm not panicking, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if servers are panicking. No, servers are bored because they keep doing PvP. 
<laughs> Crossroads keep getting attacked on a regular basis here. What else is new? But it seems to go into higher gear mode right before an expansion. Actually, what's keeping everyone amused at the time is all the Hollow's End stuff. Rock on candy buckets. Yes. Mm. So thank you for sending in your email. I know a lot of people who don't like the patch. I know a lot of people who don't like the changes made. And this is kind of, you know, it's like little meerkats out on the plane suddenly standing up going, what the hell's going on? One of those things you got to kind of take it in stride and give it a chance. Anyway, I'm not too sure I like the patch myself. There are some things I do like. I got to admit, there are some things I'm like, ooh, that's not so bad. And then there are other things that I don't like. I'm totally with you on how to respect your characters. The good news and the scream at the same time to everyone out there, if you don't know this, because I know a lot of people don't, <laughs> dual specking has been reduced to 100 gold. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Blizzard. Joy. Yeah. I can Blizzard, hear the joy in the your joy. voice. Um, Blizzard owes so many of us a freaking refund. <laughs> <laughs> Between mounts that have been reduced in cost and now this, I could own like five freaking hogs. Okay? God! I heard that, believe me, the, I've, I've mentioned it, and those who don't know, and Guild, all of a sudden you'll see very big capital letters in WHAT?! <laughs> just just wait a little while. The hogs will come down in price drastically. Oh! And in a way that's good, but not. Um, but anyway. Kind of, you know, it's a wait and see kind of thing, but and and that's about all we can do. So we will see. But thank you so much for sending in your email, and to everyone who sent in emails. That was our last, but thank you to everyone who Aye, sent in an all. email for this show. That is awesome. FTH Radio News Roving Reporter. I'm here entrenched with the first uh, elite Corcon group out at the airstrip. I'm here speaking with one of the troll engineers that has, with the help of Grandmaster Z, discovered the weakness of the mods. Yeah, baby, I'm telling you right now what exactly that weakness is. <laughs> well, hey, this is Dr. Z here, and I think we can all find solace in the great revelation that the perfect tool to get rid of these rabbit mods is the sack of frogs. How could you deny the power of throwing a frog from 500 feet? That will take out just about anything, baby. <laughs> That's rather disturbing, sir, and I want to thank you for your input. So, ladies and gentlemen, quickly head to your horde capital cities, get your sacks of frogs, and be prepared to sack a mod in the face with a frog. And of course, if you Alliance listeners are out there, if we like you, we might give you a bag. If you're a gnome, all bets are off. You're on your own, ladies and gentlemen. Death from above! <laughs> so, there we go, FDH Radio signing out. Anything else you guys want to cover? There's nothing that springs immediately to mind. I think we've covered quite a lot. We have. Yeah. Yeah. And whether you agree with it or not, we don't know, but hey. And we did we did give good and bad. We tried to give good and bad. Um, we we tried to we were trying to keep it balanced. Yeah, and, and admittedly, it was hard for us to find good. It was. But the spell book is very pretty. It is. <laughs> spell, you missed that. That's right. Zaf disconnected during my spell book evaluation. The spell book is very pretty. It is. It's spaced but... out nice and everything. Did you see how they, you know, the mounts and the pet page? Those are nice, yes! and, you know. Very nice. I like how it, they got the little pick, you know, it looks good. I can, I know what pets I got and everything. It's awesome. <laughs> Bells and whistle wise, they did a very good, they did a good job on the shine. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm not I'm not going to deny him that. It's well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All we can do is play along and love your candy buckets. Mhm. So, definitely love the candy buckets cuz they rock. Actually, though, by the time the show ends, the candy buckets will have been gone. Yes. Somebody explain to me this, though. Why is it Hollow's End is ending before Halloween? Why is it most communities do not do trick-or-treating on Halloween? Why is it that my store puts up Christmas decorations before <laughs> Halloween? You go to hell. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> Well, uh, these and all, qu- all other questions will be answered. Uh, to that respect, we do have news to break to our to our list to all two of you <laughs> out there. Uh, to both of you, we have news to break. Um, next show, our next show will be airing November twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. With luck, don't hold me to that. That's our aim date. <laughs> but our next show is going to be uh, November twenty eighth. Is our our goal. And sadly, that will be the final show for For the Horde Radio. Yep. No, this is not a joke. I know we've screwed around and said, oh, yeah, 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 and it was always a joke. No, honest to God, this time it's not a joke. We are going, no pun intended, off the air. But I'm bummed. But I'm bummed. Um, so, yes, November 28th, final show for For the Horde Radio. If you wanted to send an email in and never ha- want, and never got around to it, now is the time. This is your last shot. <laughs> and I would probably tell you, you should probably send it to me no later than, like, November 20th. Because we do have to record them. So if if you it's kind of uh, you know what I'll make that a cutoff date. November twentieth is the cutoff date for emails. If you send it to me after that, it's not going to make it in. Unfortunately, and we will do our best to read as many as possible. Yeah, However, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I got to give a cutoff date yes, because we are, we are expecting a deluge of emails. So. Or possibly not. Um, we'll see. Yeah, but, as long uh, as it's not like a deluge of emails saying it's about damn time. Yeah. yeah, although we'll probably read those too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, for the Horde Radio, uh, it's time It's time to hang up our, our mics and our our spleens. And, uh, <laughs> Better this than pod fading, having that, us disappear yes. and never knowing what the hell happened. And never knowing what the hell, or, you know, we got to put the water skis away from that shark we've been jumping but anyway uh, so thank you for downloading and listening to this episode of for the horde radio we will be returning november 28th yes i just have to look at my yes. calendar to be sure that was yes november 28th we're the final show for the horde radio uh and until then well, we need three things. We uh, need our three things. So because we have Pilgrim's Process coming up next. Process, progress, 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 pro- which will be, <laughs> I'm sure, will be just full of gleeful things to talk about then. As well as cranberries. <laughs> Alliance cable tamping. Cable. Ca- cable tamping. Cable tamping. Episode. Strike. Strike that. Reverse it. Reverse Alliance it. table camping. Turkey slaughtering. <laughs> Rogue shooting. Yeah, don't rogue ask shooting. How, don't ask me how fighting. that... Yeah. Turkey lurker. Turkey lurky version. <laughs> of...
Hey. Hey. <laughs> See. Sorry. Death from above. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I like it. <sighs> okay, well, that was a fun show. Uh, <laughs> okay, thank you for listening to For the Horde Radio. <laughs> In the weeks following the Lich King, for... <laughs> I was using my other throat, sorry. Interesting idea. Now, we also have in the bunker, uh, in a specially designed safe room, uh, the Grand Dame of FTH Radio herself, Miss Antied. Uh, Miss Antied, how exactly do you feel about the mod threat and the proposed solution by your Grandmaster Z about dumping the rabbit mods onto Darnassus? I think this bit is going too long. Uh... <laughs> There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is your roving reporter for FTH Radio News. I have some very terrible news to deliver today. The remains of Big V have been found with the mod bunny hunter slowly jumping up and down on it saying, How do you like it, bitch? <laughs> oh... Wow. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was awesome. That goes in the final cut, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>